Welcome to the Geeks Amok Podcast, where we dedicate our useless time to bring you juicy bits of geekdom to your unwanting ear holes. Featuring your hosts, Frank, Rob, and Leroy. Relax your sphincters and gird your labias. It's time for the Geeks Amok Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Geeks Amok Podcast for Saturday, May 10th is when we're recording this. My name is Frank, and I am joined, as always, by... Leroy. Rob. And today, we have awesome people to get uh, start... Bleh, I can't even talk today. Uh, guesting with us, I guess you can say. Guesting. I just said <laughs> guesting. guesting. Um, Joe Clatch is back! Woo! Thank you, thank you. And Joe is going to be a regular addition on our show because he's full of awesome sauce. And also we have Jessica with us today. Hi, everybody. Or Bubbles. Bubbles. Otherwise known as Bubbles. The voice of reason. The voice of reason. Correct. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? Excellent. Pretty good. 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 What would you guys do this weekend so far? Even though it is Saturday night. What did you do today? What did you do this week? What were we playing? When did you... What's Make a bowel movement. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? What, what when when was, why am I here? What the, Joe, when was, when was your last menstruation? Five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you should know you changed my diaper. Uh, <laughs> oh, and it was full of poop and blood and shame. <laughs> shame and shame. shame. I didn't want to let go of that. <laughs> <laughs> my pride and butter. <laughs> shame. <laughs> bread and butter or pride I and butter? I said pride you and butter. You said pride and butter. You totally said pride and butter. That sounds like a lubricant. Pride and butter. Brought to you by Durex. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, brought but, to you by Geeks <laughs> Geeks Amok in association with Astroglide. <laughs> <laughs> No, I am totally in the doghouse, by the way. Oh, I messed Still? up so what bad. Mm. I don't know how you people get in the doghouse. Well, seeing as how tomorrow's Mother's Day, you know, with my work schedule and my wife's work schedule, not a lot gets done around the house, okay? Especially during the day. I, she works during the day. I work at night. Since I work the night shift, I'm usually sleeping during the day. Well, I've been a lazy fuck. No. <laughs> Completely lazy, yeah, and I messed up, and and it's Mother's uh, Day, and what? And it's Mother's Day, and it's Mother's Day, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna try and fix it tomorrow, being Mother's Day, to try and wake up at like six a.m. to start doing some housework and maybe get some flowers going, and yeah, that was my couple of days here. (laughs) How did everybody else do? (laughs) She's not your mother. (laughs) Your wife is not your mother. She produced his son. No, the son should be doing stuff. You should see my face right now. now. You need to honor your wife on Mother's Day. She's not my mother. (laughs) It is Kaylee that has to do it. You got a lot to learn, man. No, I do not. (laughs) 
So if all you mothers After- out there want to complain, go ahead and send your messages to Leroy at kicksamuck.com. <laughs> After about two or three years, maybe, okay, maybe four or five years, she could start doing things on her own. <laughs> Deeper and deeper. What's wrong with that? I'll see Again, you send comments to Leroy at Smart Podcast Carol. I have to get something from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Good one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whatever. But anyways, um, you're my hero <laughs> of shame. <laughs> It's not my mom. <laughs> I have to get something from my mom. I mean, it's, a legitimate, it's a legitimate concept because you don't really want to screw your mom. <laughs> well, incest, mean, incest is the best. Put your family to the test. I, mean, that's oh, the oh, I love my mom, but no. Is this a banister type thing now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the, I'm not trying to fuck my brother while laying in the, in the, or in the same room as my dead son. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Jesus yeah. Christ, that was so creepy. Yeah. Tell me you didn't see that, Joe. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, Oh, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Joe's got this look on his face like, ooh. That was a real life story. Didn't know exactly what we were talking there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what? He started to say Yeah, you probably didn't catch on right away. No. No, you didn't And yes, right ladies away. and gentlemen, we're already off the rails. Not even on top. Good to go. Well, speaking of mothers, Rob, what's about, it's about that time, isn't it? It is about that time. And now for today's completely ridiculous fact that is utterly untrue. Awesome! 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 Okay, so today we've got an awesome one for you. This is kind of a collaboration of all of us that peeked into this for our amazing fact that is completely untrue. See, I can't even fucking say that. Alright, so one day. Before the Justice League really got together, okay, Superman's fucking flying around, he's doing his own thing. Batman's flying around, he's doing his own thing, basically they're both jerking off. But then, so so they finally meet each other, and Batman's actually jerking off in the back of an alley. Because he just got done busting somebody, so he's like, oh, this is so awesome. Where is it? <laughs> he, was trying to, he was trying to find his junk in is his, like, penis port or something? No, that's what he's trying to find. So he's like scrambling around because he's so horny. He's like, "Where is it? Where's the pinhole?" <laughs> so Superman hears this as he's flying over Gotham. He swoops down. He's like, "Batman, are you okay? I can't find the hole. Where is it?" And now at this t- at this point, he's on his knees, like trying to get at it. So Superman just kind of looks at him and goes, "All right." Unzips his shit and just plops it right in Batman's mouth. <laughs> Superman spunks in Batman, and because of its Kryptonian heritage, the spunk is so strong it actually creates artificial insemination inside Batman's gullet. <laughs> it forms this womb inside of him. Inside Batman. Do you know how sexy that sounds right there? No. Inside Batman. Oh, where is it? Creates a bat cave inside Batman. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, see? Okay, now, here's the kicker. That spunk was so strong, and it was from a Martian origin. <gasps> Do you see where I'm going with this? Batman gave birth to Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Hence, Martian Manhunter's origins. 
Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> true origin story. True story. True, true, yeah, true story. True story. Much more interesting than his real one. That's for sure. Yeah. Much more interesting than Wolverine and Sabretooth being brothers. Yes. <laughs> and the same age. <laughs> when they clearly started off as two different children in the beginning. Sabretooth was younger. But somehow they actually talk about having them be the same age in the movie. Hmm. It's a different storyline. <laughs> no, maybe they're right. fraternal They started twins. off as younger kids, and right, but they were clearly different age, younger children. Uh, so who shot out of the womb first? Wolverine. Technically, Professor X <laughs> popped his baby bald head out and was like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> He's like, "There's claws everywhere." I'm out of here. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> These guys are jerks, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well now we got that out of the way, let's head on to our uh, TV and movie news. Alright. Alright, Transformers Age of Extinction. Ken Watanabe and John Goodman. John Goodman is ho- is voicing Hound. Oh, I'm so stoked about this. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Oh, I'm also stoked about the voice for Galvatron. I don't know. Uh... You mean, uh, it's Frank Welker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's my sarcastic, like, of course, why would we not be excited? I, is he voicing anybody else in it? I don't think so. Frank Welker? No, yeah. just Galvatron. Isn't that enough? <laughs> how much more awesome do you want this movie to contain? Dude, do you know how many voices Frank Welker did in the original series and how awesome it would be to have him do a couple but more? But how much here? more awesome? Now he's got John Goodman in there. Well, yeah, I mean that 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 adds an extra level of awesome sauce to the to the film. It does. But we need to like the you know film that we need to see with the film. The movie. Film. Film. The movie, not a film. <laughs> that's my that's my cans my snobby cans yeah. impersonation. So yes, I'm very excited. And obviously, John Peter Collins coming back. John DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's in everything, and I absolutely he's love just him. That awesome. I know he's mm-hmm. he's great. And I'm and I'm perfectly happy with that. And he's crosshairs too. Mm. Uh, we still got some of the same voices coming back. Robert Foxworth is Ratchet, who obviously in the trailer we all know he dies. How could yeah. you? That's that's like a spoiler that the, that they gave away that must happen in the beginning of the first. Yeah, movie. it's probably going to be something really, really early. Kind of drives me nuts though that they would do that. But who is brains? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, Robert Foxworth is back playing Ratchet um, with Wilson as brains. I, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Why? Who's Wilson and who's brains? <laughs> Maybe it's a new character. So we have Probably. a first. We have a Madonna-style named actor <laughs> who's only got one word in their first and last name. <laughs> Wilson. It's the volleyball. From Castle. Yeah. Volleyball. Yeah. He transforms into brains. You, you did you did see. <laughs> he just he insides out himself as gray matter. Because <laughs> that is conductive to everyone. <laughs> That's pretty good. So you did see that John Goodman's gonna be voicing Hound. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ken's going to be voicing Drift. Now, Ken Watanabe is also in another other movie that's very big that's coming out in the next week here. Which is? Godzilla. Godzilla! <laughs> that looks so awesome. Oh, yeah. Yes, it, it looks really good. It looks so good. 
Do they, yeah. You know what they're, You know what his mouth reminded me of? Oh, How they? No, it's, it's not going where you think it's going to go. Um, when Godzilla was roaring, when it looked at the camera, so you saw its tongue and its throat and its fucking cheeks going side by side like this, they reminded me of the uh, the Kraken from uh, uh, Clash of the Clash of the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I saw Clash of the Titans. Yeah, but yeah. They took that design from the original Godzilla, which is fine. I mean, they look very similar, but I think mm-hmm. that it's kind of cool how they do it because it's not complete. Uh, it's not like completely open, like you can see a black hole down their throat. And so, you know what I'm saying? Their their face is not skinny. It's got depth, like an actual lizard's mouth and neck would be. You know, spend like a lot of time staring and... down the throats of lizards. <laughs> <laughs> I st- I spend a lot of time staring down black holes of a lot of things. So anyways, yeah, you know, the regular, obviously Peter Cullen's going to be back. He's not going anywhere. Nope. And I am so happy for that, obviously. Yes. Not to say that some of the other iterations of Optimus Prime have been bad, but none have been the masterpiece that is Peter Cullen. I would I would put um, the guy who voiced uh, Primal and Beast Wars as second to Peter Walker. Really? Yeah. Because he's done the most other Optimus Prime voices since, and I think that he's the next closest. Hmm. Good replacement. I can agree. I, I, can, I can agree um, on that. The weird in-between Transformers animated? No, that his his voice was too high-pitched. Yeah, that was, was kind of weird. weird. And really plus, weird. he just, that, that backstory, I mean, we don't want it to be the same all the time, but come on, a lowly construction worker? I mean, I could kind of see it in a heroic way. If you look at the true origin of Prime, look what he was before he was a Prime. He, well, see, this is where you got to go with what story. He was a lot of things before he was a prime. Well, if you go with the original story, he was just a holler by. Well, but there was there was a heroic after. <laughs> That's ironic. Okay, there was a heroic <laughs> telling of that story. Everything that happened in Transformers Animated, there was nothing heroic attached to that piece of garbage. I agree. That is Transformers Animated. I agree. I, I think it had the worst storyline, the worst animation... The voice acting was the best part of it. Because they used Bulkhead. Uh, who did. Oh, no, wait. Was it either Bulkhead or. Smokescreen from Prime was also an animated as, I think, either Sentinel. Smokescreen. Was it Smokescreen? Smokescreen okay, yeah, yeah. Bulkhead was I knew it was one of them. But they used Bulkhead. Bulkhead and the animated didn't have that gravelly. You know, deep. Voice. No, that was um, that was that that uh, that guy from. Oh God, he's in a whole bunch of shit too, though. Uncle Grandpa. He's the he's the uh, he's the lizard dude in Uncle Grandpa. Like, I don't think anybody here watches Uncle Grandpa. But... I've seen it a couple of times. <laughs> it's it's really weird. Oh no, man, <laughs> I love that show. It goes along the same lines as Adventure Time and regular oh, okay. show. Okay, yeah. You know that trippy, weird. You know, even though kids like it, it's more meant for adults, for adults than it is yeah. anything else. So, you know. Look at the Pixar movie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Storylines for adults. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, you know what? The best Pixar movie, not to get on a tangent, we'll, we'll continue on. Oh, no, we never get on a tangent. No, no not at all. Best Pixar movie I've ever seen is probably The Incredibles. Uh, I know who Brains is now. The little robot. Yeah, the one with the crazy hair. Yeah. yeah. That's Brains? Yeah. yeah. I and, thought it was. I thought it and was. And the other one name. is the the little mini monster truck. Wait a minute. Yeah. 
Google it, Barbara. Breams. <laughs> Breams. Barbara. Breams, I think, technically showed up in the original series briefly. I don't remember that ever being in there, but was he the little one that rebuilt Megatron? In the second I know. Movie? Huh? I think he's the little one that rebuilt Megatron in the second movie. Yes, that that guy. <laughs> yes, that guy. <laughs> the guy okay, with crazy hair. I don't oh, remember him. Crazy fiber optic hair coming out. No. Yeah. No, I need to re- talk amongst yourselves. I need to research this for a second. Research cause... what? We just told you. <laughs> talk amongst <laughs> oh, <he laughs> <was laughs> research involved. The research is done. <laughs> no, he <laughs> was named something else in um, Revenge of the Fallen. No, you're thinking of the other one. You're thinking what? of his buddy. Brains is one of the hair. You're thinking the other one that argued with the dog and rode the dog around. Yeah, you're talking in Dark of the Moon. Brains wasn't in mm-hmm. Revenge of the Fallen. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. What, where briefly, was he? Briefly. Very beginning of the movie. Very briefly. He didn't show up the rest of the movie. Don't say he was. Hmm. It says Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction. What kind of fan are you that you don't know this? I am like. <laughs> <laughs> you know every little animated detail, right? but. That's uh, what I was thinking. God, it, it, well, it's just on the tip of my tongue and I can't even get it. <laughs> well, while Frank research this, we'll move on to the next bit of news, <laughs> which I'm excited about. Um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been renewed officially. Season two. I'm really excited about that. I have it's yet to really, actually see. Really gotten good in the last half of the season. Yeah, it's I have yet to see really season finale, it is Because though. the first half was kind of. As soon yeah, as, as, soon as Winter Soldier hit, it, it yeah. improved greatly. They were building towards Winter Soldier. The entire first half of the okay. season was yep. building the crew towards Winter Soldier. As soon as that hit, the series took off. Yeah, it just seems like they were holding back. They were. Yeah. They were. It's they had very to, slow pace. Because everything that happened in the second half of the season, they couldn't do until Winter Soldier dropped. Yeah. Um, what they also the show was that the trailers would seem like it was going to be superheroes. Yeah. Right. But then you start watching the show, and it's like, well, oh, it's a fucking detective show or whatever. They, uh, uh, yeah, but there's, they've had they've had a couple of... Well, you know, yeah, that one guy, the Deathlock character now. Well, Deathlock's on there, but they also had Jamie Alexander, Lady Sif came back. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with Lorelai, we saw Lorelai finally. That's true. Which is exciting. I think a majority so. of dudes watch it for that Sky Girl, anyways. <laughs> yeah, Sky. Maybe, yeah. maybe she. Is. I, tried I, tried I know I do. I tried googling her. She doesn't really have that <laughs> great of pictures out there. No, no, she looks she great in the like show, though. Well, yes, Frank, your hand is raised. What <laughs> yes, what do you got there? I got it. It was Wheelie. I told you, it was the other one that rode the dog around. Wheelie's the one who rode the dog. That's what he said. That's what I said. Yes, but we're talking about Wilson and Brains. You said that Brains was the friend of Wilson. Who the hell is Wilson? No, Wilson is voicing Brains. The guy, the character Wilson. <laughs> the, the guy's name that is takes Wilson. On the form is a ball. <laughs> How much have you had a to drink today? <laughs> Fuck all you, I'm cracking another beer. So, Frank's listening skills aside, the other Marvel news is the uh, Marvel's Agent Carter. Who is this? Uh, this is Haley Atwell's character from original Captain America. She's the founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, the one in the end. And, and yeah. it, you see what happens <laughs> to her in the end of, you know, Winter Soldier, you know, yeah. 60 years later. Which natural. I was kind of depressed about, too, though, because in the in the original uh, Captain America, there was a real nice cutscene where he goes back to see her at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And she looks so much better than what she did now, and there's not too many, not too much time that has passed since then. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, they cut it out of the movie. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, when Captain America goes to see her in the future, when she answers the door, she's all old and everything, but she looks a whole hell of a lot better than she did in, in Winter Soldier. Yes, there's a reason for that. 
where she's she got she amnesia. contracted some sort of that's not amnesia or not amnesia uh, Alzheimer's. Sorry. She contracted Alzheimer's yeah. along with I think it was cancer. Oh, so it was both. There, there was something else going on there. I, I'd have to relook it up. Well, but so this is a series that's going back to the heyday of Shield being right. formed. Now with the events of Winter Soldier, they're going to try to build that into it as well. Mm. So I still don't know why they did CG on her in the movie though. Um, I don't know. Make her look older. Oh. Maybe. Mm, that whole her no, they, I don't. Th- I wonder if she wasn't available for shooting. Could be. Could have been. Yeah. Or she died in real life. Because well, if, if they were filming this huh. series at the same time Could that they be. were finishing up, you know, Winter Soldier, she may not have been able to do the scheduling conflicts. Yeah, that's entirely possible. I mean, it looked a lot like her, but the you could totally tell it was that CG with that mouth. Well, it was inspired. There was a Marvel one shot called Agent Carter, and this inspired the TV series. So it, it looks like it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's I'm just excited hope to see the World War Two ish, Cold War ish era. You know, shield being formed. We'll see if it takes off, of though. I'm not sure people are going to be that interested in more of the history lesson. Yeah. I think they want more You've of the action, point. like the movie. I don't know. We've got more... Howard Stark mm. in it, so we can see what kind of gadgets he that comes up with. Yeah. That, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. If they ultimately, take it we're that interested way. in the superheroes, not necessarily Ultimately, we don't want them to capitalize on this too much and make it old for us. That is true. We don't want to be saturated well, like a guitar hero. There's still tons of movies still yet to come. Exactly. Like I'm so starting to look forward to the DC stuff because it's different. It is different. <laughs> Absolutely. I, and I wholeheartedly agree. But I don't want to get inundated by all this new stuff and have constantly have everything. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see it. But let's face it, everybody loved Guitar Hero, but when you get one every six months, you don't love it anymore. I agree. Call of Duty every year. Call of Duty every year. Carter's Carter's not going to start until the mid-season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a shorter series right now. I wonder if they're going to do either hour or half hour. It's it's supposed to be an hour, hour, but it's only going to be a half half season right now. Mm. Test pilot. Uh, Yeah, they're going (laughs) to test it and see how it works. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, with the way that it's going and the way that they're leading things in, they're going to continue with what happened in Winter Soldier and work on the cleanup and everything with that and rebuilding it. Um, I think that's got a lot of potential for what they where they can go with it. All right, perfect topic. Who? What do you think? Uh, we can go around the table. Who do you think is? Who? What do you think is going to happen to Bucky? Is he going to turn around and fight with S.H.I.E.L.D.? Are they going to go with the comic books, or is he going to turn around and try and find Captain America and Ooh. kill him because he thinks he's at fault? I think he'll switch. You think he's going back to... Bucky, Bucky will switch. The problem right now, the only reason Bucky's the path that he's on is he doesn't have his memories. Right. Right, and I'm and we have a theory on that. I think it's because of the Loki Scepter. Yeah, we were talking I think about that. that. Yeah, I, think, I think that energy... Loki, Loki Scepter doesn't have anything to do with it because the sure stone that's in the Loki Scepter is the space stone. No, this one's the mind, mind control. They have... So. Yeah, the because this stone. is the one where he touches people and, and they become their, him. Or yes. they become a part of him, so yes, that's mind the, control. The key with that is that their eyes change to black. They were blue. They changed the black when he first touched Were they black? They changed the black when he first touched Well, okay, but see here's Which the, means the, the he, could, theory, he could vacuum out, basically, their mind. And that's okay. how he controls them. It's not necessarily the mind control. Yes, it could be, but there's debate going back and forth on that. Well, I mean, because here's my theory, is that, and spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it, five seconds and I'm going to drop a spoiler on you. Scepter's using the mind gem. Yeah, Loki Scepter? using the mind gem. But spoilers, in the teaser after Captain America Winter Soldier, you see 
uh, um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Yep. Now, my theory, our theory, and I was talking to Lee about this too, is that they used that portion of the scepter to wipe the minds of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. So in that scene where Scarlet Witch is, is holding up those little blocks yeah. and she just blows them up real quick and Quicksilver's just all over the place, doesn't know what to do with himself, it's my theory that they wipe their minds well, to yeah, hide gives, them from anything and they're rediscovering yeah, their it powers. Them, it gives that illusion when you see it, too. Yeah. They look kind of right. out of it, brain yeah, dead. Totally you know it's possible. I mean? Not brain dead, but completely out of it. You know? Yeah, brainwashed. Yeah. Brainwashed, thank you. So <laughs> what I'm thinking of is that they use... Because at this point... We don't know if Hydra used the Tesseract to power a mind-wiping device for Bucky, okay? Because that device comes down and encircles his head, and the power that's coming out of there is clearly bright blue. That's either Tesseract or, or the Infinity Gem. Yeah. Could be. Could be just straight-up electricity, too. Yeah. I would let you know I mean, what, though. I'd like to old think school, about If you're talking old-school Russian stuff. techniques here, that's just straight-up electro electrostimulation. But let's face it, it's Marvel, and they're not going to go... They're not going to make it just it's not that, be that simple. Low-tech. It's They're, they're going to have something connected to the, either one of those power sources. So, I think that, yes, Bucky might go to S.H.I.E.L.D., um, only because he wants to figure out what his past is. Well, and the connection. With and the connection. I think he inherently he's neutral, still yes. got the sense of right or wrong. And well, I think I'm sure that, he does. I think that in the third Captain America movie, they're going to adjust that. Well, you know that he does when he pulls Captain America out of the river. He doesn't let him die. So that that right there shows you, yes, he's got a sense of morality. But he also he knows said we're even, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why I think he wants to There's find out what his origins are. Then... <laughs> but I think he's going to hold a grudge against Captain America <laughs> for not saving him on the train in the first movie. Yeah. I think he's going to blame him for his for his wrongdoings. E- more emoness, yeah. and then finally it'll switch over. And exactly. I mean, as much as I love Chris Evans, you know what I really want to see? Again, going off on a tangent... I want to see the movie where Thomas Jane Punisher takes over for Captain America after he gets assassinated. But that was like a separate storyline. Yeah, but still, I want to see that movie. That'd be nice, but... That would be awesome. Thomas Jane I didn't and like, Chris I Evans? Didn't like, I didn't like the Punisher as Captain America. Um, I don't even... How, how many issues did it run? It only six. ran like six, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 the, I, just, I didn't like it because... The Punisher's the Punisher. There's a reason that the Punisher is written the way it is. The I reason know, he acts the way he so does. Good. Captain America is separate from that. Captain America has always been the embodiment of the American ideal. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as you muddy, muddy that with right. the Punisher, that's why it's so ironic. It'd be like Batman with Superman. See, that's that's why you start to muddy and you start to destroy characters. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's I, kind of really like the Civil it. War. The Civil War for me completely destroyed the Marvel Universe. Oh, really? That's another. That's another movie storyline I'd like to see. No, it's total Civil War. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, the Civil War never happened. Well, that was a terrible idea. That was just a we're bored. Let's reboot the universe. To me, Lord of the Rings never happened. What doing <laughs> that's Isn't that essentially what they're doing? Spider Man. <laughs> no, they're going with the ultimate storyline of Spider Man. Still should have been rebooted. How come the Hobbit? Oh, I agree. They should have gone with Spider-Man Four. Is this a prequel? They walk. 
They the ring. Good. They look the same. Of course they do. Everybody knows what I put up with in behind the scenes. <laughs> Why don't the hobbits have lightsabers? It's <laughs> <laughs> too much crossover. <laughs> Way oh too much crossover. <laughs> they walk and they have furry feet. Oh, uh, okay. Well, moving on. Let's uh, let's get into some uh, some TV news here. Uh, Seth Gilliam joins The Walking Dead as a new regular. Um, Completely new character, too. Yeah, exactly. Not um, necessarily. That's what it says. Seth Could be Father Gabriel. What was he in? Well, yeah, a brand new character. Father Gabriel's in the graphic novels. But we're not going to the show. Yeah, we're going And they're not even going, they're not following that completely 100%. I mean, mean, look at Daryl. He was never in the comics. He was a character on the show. Daryl was in the comics. No, he wasn't. Just not as much as he is in the show. No, he was never in the comics. Robert Kirkman said that. Read the comics. (laughs) Robert Kirkman said that they Um, created Daryl for the show. I'm sure they tied him in more. I don't know. Personally, I'm getting bored with the whole zombie thing. (gasps) No. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. Yeah. No. I watched Walking Dead at first. It got boring for me. I'm ready for something new. Fail. Sorry. Oh, Walking Dead. Now the secret to what happened with the zombies has got to be good. If they're keeping it this long of a secret now. Second season was boring, but it's... Yeah, yeah the second, second season, season was nothing but filler, really. really. boring. That's what did it for me. That's where I kind of... I, 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 don't, I don't like any season where they're <laughs> sitting. Like, yeah. Where, where they're, like, starting to get stuff, and they find a home and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it becomes un, not as suspenseful. Mm-hmm. But well, when they're on the run, good. or they're, you know... Well, that's what you expect to the, see in a zombie show, yeah, you know, not... Yeah. Oh, I need to find my location. I personally hope they jump in a truck and go to D.C. Because I'm tired of the South. Yeah, do it in an urban environment. Yeah, let's see this. In a, I, it was awesome when they were down in Atlanta in the first Oh, season. I agree. It I was agree. like they, they come should, around the corner and there's hundreds of zombies. As Frank I mean, pointed to Rob. Just, <laughs> it was just, I, I like the first season the best because of the urbanness of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because even, even in that one show, they're showing like... A couple hundred thousand zombies coming at you. Right. And they're like, no, not a hundred thousand. Couple yeah, thousand. When, he, when he was stuck in the, the tank, and yeah. then they had to go and they had to hide the department store and all that. I mean, that's awesome. That was right. great. Right. I could watch that first season over and over again. Oh, yeah, first season was killer. The, the top episodes, in my opinion, is the last episode of season two <laughs> and the first, the, the pilot. Yeah, absolutely. But the pilot goes first. I, I mean, perso- I can I personally watch would like to see them get in a yeah, larger so. urban environment, too. Nothing like, beats the first five minutes of that pilot. No, so. not at all, because that whole pilot from front to back, even, especially the first five minutes, was terrifying. Yeah. Because you saw the isolation. You saw the desolation. Oh, yeah, the desolation, yeah. yeah. You saw just... And you could imagine, what if that really happened? It was like, oh, my right. God, what would you do with yourself? And they had a great... They had such a great sense of scale mm-hmm. that you saw the devastation in the entire yeah. city. And then it just kinda... Part of it's now, it's gotten to the point where it's so much about the characters and the different groups that it's like, if it was me, I'd be like, you know what? There's too much drama in groups. I'm just going to go off on my own. Well... <laughs> yeah, but see here, here's, here's well, the thing out. <laughs> Again, this is this is you know, everybody's got their own interpretation of what something should be. And since they're not going off the comics or anything like that, there is a lot there's so many characters in the Walking Dead universe, they've got to establish, you know, the characters in the series a proper way. If they don't, then you're gonna lose the character. 
Yeah, but they also you have know to keep very it much fresh about and keep it going. Yeah, but right, exactly. Which I agree with. Think of how many characters they established and then got eaten. Well, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that's, that's exactly Game of Thrones establishes and then kills them. We don't care about these people. Walking Dead just did it in a slower manner. Yeah. They just they just creeped along, especially with the second season. The only good part of the second season was the back half. The, there was nothing good about any... The first episode was pretty intense with the zombie horde that walked through. Yeah. And then Sophia... Uh, Even the second half off. was slow compared to what other... Oh, yeah, but that's out. what I'm saying. Only the last episodes. I'd say probably the last four. If you haven't seen The Walking Dead, and I don't know if there's anybody on this planet who hasn't even <laughs> seen The Walking Dead yet. If I you know. go to season two... You can basically skip just about the entire season, Control. except for the last four episodes. <laughs> Go back into your bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anybody who hasn't seen it's a troll, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can skip just about all of the second season, and and watch the last four episodes, and you're fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because the mid season break there was when they got in the bar. Yeah. Where they shot the guys at the bar. How do you feel about the mid season breaks? I, I hate him. I hate it. It's it's you know what, though? But I love him at the same time because it builds anticipation. Yeah, but you lose You are so it's, brainwashed. That's, that's yeah. where, uh, that's you where have been tricked into season. enjoying pain. Every season. Yeah. That's where I've lost the thread of the show is the mid-season exactly. break. Yeah, just give yeah. me, give me <laughs> You lose the thread, and then I don't, I, I, it takes me a little bit to get back into it again. Right. Well, I think it's okay. ever going to change at this point. We're getting to a society where they jump on Netflix and watch the whole series at yeah. once. Oh, well, it's I'm like, sure that the spin-off series that they're going to do might actually be on demand. It's, it's a great thing to be thing. able to go in there and watch an entire... Well, two things, two things, and before I get into my second thing, which was my explanation of why I like that mid-season break. We're still talking about it? Yeah, we are. <laughs> 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 See, now I forgot the first thing. Yeah, we no, know, I, you keep I, forgetting and then coming back. I keep forgetting later. and coming back. <laughs> we just um, hope you totally forget. Uh, <laughs> shut up, fucker. Uh, I like that season break because since I do The Haunted House at in October, it gives me something to talk about with the people. It's not all about uh, you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that, you know, there's there's other things. I get to focus on Game of Thrones, and right when Game of Thrones ends, I could pick up on Walking Dead. Like, there's that gap in there to where, yes, I love Game of Thrones, I love Walking Dead, so they're alternated. I could watch, focus on one, and not have to focus on both at the same time, which is actually kind of hard if, if you're emotionally invested in a show. <laughs> Are you emotionally invested? What? That's so full of shit. I am not. <laughs> so basically, you're like, thank you, everybody. It fits my TV watching schedule, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> I like yeah, it. I don't mind sounds it. like you're growing a vagina right now. <laughs> he does watch girls. Yes, he does. That's right. Who's that to say I don't right. have one already? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, self-burn. <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> moving on. Get off that <laughs> fucking subject. Alright, moving on to gaming news. <sighs> Where do we start? I, you know, gaming is pissing me off, really. <laughs> Why? Because Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And gets emotionally connected with his shows. Oh, one stop at a time. And oh, the stop. eight-year-olds. <laughs> Ooh. He watches my stories in the afternoons. <laughs> I watch my motion stories. Don't <laughs> fuck with them. You watch telenovelas too? No. Telenovelas. <laughs> no. No, huh? No? 
No, we're good without Tenet Novenas. <laughs> Sony tentatively uh, lined up their E3 laid out in a massive rumor dump. Rumor dump. Rumor I love that phrase. Yeah, guess, I, you know what? I don't the, guess what the biggest news coming out of that is. Anybody want to guess? Yeah. Yes? No? Maybe? Kill that? Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted. Yeah. I mean, we've had enough of Uncharted. Actually, I like Uncharted. I like Uncharted too, but I'm not it's ready like for another one. It's like the mix of Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider. So you're going to tell me you're in the mood for another Assassin's Creed that's exactly the same way, only placed back in the in the Italian uh, era? Yes. They did that. I love Assassin's Creed. They need a future Assassin's Creed. So that's you want another Revelation? Why do you think Modern Time Order or 1980s in Lord of the Rings? Well, that's that's fine, but you want another Revelations? You want, uh, you no, want see, another brother? This, this is a brand new ground up Uncharted for the P for the next uh, console. I want Assassin's Creed Vice. It's <laughs> 1988. Oh, you and me, I'm kid, you're play. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Which one's the one with the big hair? Me. It's kid. It's kid. Alright, fine. I'll go with it. Um, the other thing is hopefully we'll finally get some news on Last Guardian. We're waiting on news for this for like five years now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't. I know you don't, that. but I played Ico and I played Shadow of the Colossus. And I've been Ooh, I Shadow of the Colossus was great. I, I watched it. It was awesome. I never got Frank never like sat down and took the patience yes, to finish I it. Yes, I did. Well, no, I didn't finish it. I played it and I didn't like it, so I put it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why did it wasn't Call of Duty? Right. He also oh, didn't like Castlevania. It's got a depth. I'm not I know. that big a Call of Duty whore. <laughs> so which, what if I like which, Battlefield Earth? Which Call of Duty <laughs> have you not? It was played? a good movie. Rob, 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 Rob. Which Which Call of Duty have you not played? I, no, you can't go there. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, well, I can't. Because I can't, I've played I all of them, so what? Oh, There's a lot of people who me. don't like Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people who don't like Call of Duty that have actually played them and tried them. Yeah, right. Why wouldn't you play them and try them? That's why we just Black Ops them. was the last one I played. You I still play tried them. them. Not the rest of them, no. Black Ops is the last one? Uh, <laughs> I just hissed. Yeah. <laughs> um... Shadowgate. Let's check that out, shall we? We did it, it failed. Now they're redoing it again. It's I think you're thinking Shadow, uh, Shadow Fall. I think you're no. thinking of. Shit was boring. Oh, well, is this a remake? Because I didn't think it was. No, it's a remake. Is it? It is a remake. Well, I never played the original, so. That's because you're too busy playing it's Call of Duty. It's the 1987 point and click adventure. <laughs> Reinvigorated for the modern era. And apparently it only cost $120,000 to make. It will. It will. That's going to be interesting. Completely sink. Uh, How good do you think it could be if it only cost $120,000 to make? Shadowgate is one of the only games I've ever fallen asleep playing. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was boring. The first one and the reboot that was on, like, the... N64 or whatever it was. This is... Boring. (laughs) This is all you guys. I've never tried it. What? You know what movie that's from? Fail, Frank. Which there. one? What what phrase? I missed it. So, but this is this is this is boring. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Shit. I'm trying to think. You've seen yeah. it. Two bubbles. Back to the future? No. <laughs> Close. I was thinking of the McFly kids being all annoying and elitist like nope. they're Yeah, in Back to the Future Two, nope. where they're sitting in a eating pizza. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. <laughs> okay. Michael Sarah. Superbad? No. 
Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> He's reading Matthew Patel's email. <laughs> yeah. Well, the way you said it, though, was like a, like a Chinese Catholic schoolgirl. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wait a minute, where is there one of those? And where does it pop up in Scott Pilgrim? But wait a minute, his girlfriend didn't sound like that. And she never said boring. I'm thinking way too far into this. Yes, good call, though. Good call. Uh, so anyways, moving on from that, Stalker Lost Alpha. This game's levels went missing, so fans rebuilt them from scratch. How cool is that? What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means, other than somebody has a lot of extra time on their hands. Was the first one any it, good? Uh, I never played it, but I heard that it was actually really awesome. It was really freaky. I totally dig, you know, those Russian post-apocalyptic creepy... I do, too. I never yeah. played it. So I you like Metro Last Light? Oh, my God. It was awesome. <laughs> really? Hell, yeah. It was so good, I'm actually reading the book. Good. Do you own it for 360? No, because I own a PC. Well, I know you own a PC, <laughs> but do you want it for 360? No. I do want it for Frank 360. Frank played it. What's that? Uh, Where's Captain Price? Oh, I decided it. it wasn't good. Huh? I'll give it to you. The only reason why I'm trying to get rid of it is because, number one... Oh, no, 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 no. I don't... Never mind. No, the reason why I'm trying to get rid of it... Frank played it said, there's no Captain Price in this game. I can't play this. Captain Price. Oh, God. (laughs) I may have to buy this now that I think about it because I haven't played it, but I did love Metro 2033, and Justin would, would vouch for that and tell me that it is one of the most underrated games ever. And oh yeah, Metro Last Light. They took out all the crap of the first one. And yeah, no, it's got everything. Okay, well here, here's Last Light's got everything. You put, you got to put the mask on when you're outside. If yeah. it's raining, it's flashing. You know, it gets all covered with mud. You got to really? wipe off the mask. Oh, you got to pay. You got to pay attention to the filter. So I played the first Metro, and I was like, "This is cool," but it feels just like Fallout. You know what? You might it's like similar. Last Light because it's a lot like Bioshock. Yeah, Last Light is very good. I I beat it twice, and the story is cool. Well, here, this is probably why I don't like it all that much. Now, I rented it. Now, here, there's a shut up. It's like, where's my mutton chops? (laughs) Where's he? There's no sniper missions in this game. Hey, did you ever? (laughs) I like sniper missions. Shut up. (laughs) The fact that the only thing that they have that's a sniper. Weapon is a rifle that shoots um, ball bearings. It's yeah. badass. Yeah, it is you gotta badass. pump it up yeah. and. Ooh, like a BB gun. Ah, yeah. The game is it's great because you cool. gotta pay attention uh, to everything. Guess what's getting added to your game fly list? No, yeah, no, no, no. Right. Here's why. <laughs> ASAP, here's we gotta why. talk about it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna make my game a whore. So all you guys are gonna get a chance to play it. Because I have it. I don't like it all that much, okay? <laughs> Did you ever rent something from Redbox or any movie store and forget that you have it. Who rents movies from stores anymore? Yeah, really. <laughs> but did you ever do that? Like rent a red box game or a movie and completely forget that you have it? No, no because if I didn't like it I got pissed and sent it right back. Well here's Sometimes what happens. I can day. remember things for twenty four hours. So <laughs> yeah. I can remember things. It's short term memory. Well so here's I, here's what happened. This <laughs> game. It was so terrible. <laughs> No, it's not the price. I put it at the bottom of the pile. Something shiny came up and I got confused. I'm going to shut up about price. Here's here's what happened. Here's what happened. I rented Last Light 
And I started to really get into it. I got through like the first four levels of it. I was really starting to get into it. I thought it was going to be another um, Singularity. Now, I didn't care for Singularity, but the graphics and the gameplay looked very similar. So what happened was is I started playing, and I'm like, hmm, this is actually pretty good. It's got a couple stealth elements in it, so I'm down with it. You know, changing out all the stuff, which is what we were talking about. Another game came out at the same time, and I can't remember for the life of me what the game was. I put it down, and it fell behind my DVDs in the in the rack. Well, one day my wife comes up to me. <laughs> you said rack. I said rack. rack. <laughs> I slipped it in her rack. <laughs> uh, one day my you wife comes up to me. Bunch of how I got lost. It's not gay if you're married. It's not gay at all. Everybody's pink on the inside. Anyways, it is my life. <laughs> so I it fell behind the rack and I and I just completely forgot about it because I was focusing on this other game. I think it was Assassin's Creed actually. Uh, Black Flag. Black Flag came out. Diablo three yeah. came out. So Leslie came out. Yeah, that's that's. I remember that because time. I you bought did all play Diablo three for a while, then you got bored because it wasn't a shooter game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, you got two more. He I'm gonna to give you two more. He needs to give Black Flag another chance. Seventeen already. You know how long you played? Give it Diablo another 3? chance. Two days. I know. I played with my level 30 and mowed down all these things, and he kept dying the one yeah, time. Well, which was, on. yeah, I you know, that's one of the ones that I tried, and then I got Black Flag finally, because I got Diablo 3 before I got Black Flag. There was a period and where we had a ton of good new games that came out. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Some stuff did fall through the cracks. So when Black Flag came out, I was just fucking enamored with it. I couldn't stop playing it. So by that time, it had already, you know, Metro had already fallen behind the DVDs, and I forgot about it. So Amy, my wife Amy comes up to me one day and she says, "There's a fifty dollar charge on our account. What is it from?" Account? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, cause fifty bucks out of nowhere. Let's just face it; it's we're not rich people. So hey, fifty bucks can go a long way. And I'm like, "What the fuck is it?" <gasps> oh my god! More? I went searching through all my DVDs. I picked it up. I found it. Turns out they I rented it so long they charged me for. Yeah. More of the story is you bought the game. I might as well yeah. give it another chance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't like That's the game That's why he wants fully. to pimp it out. Now, here's the thing. That's it's why I want to pimp it out. That's right. <laughs> so you guys can get a chance to play it and see how it is so I can maybe return to it after you guys, you know. Convince you to play it. <laughs> you know. It's no, second no, half. No, let's I be honest I just say the second half of the game is fantastic. No, let's be honest Even the first friend. is pretty good, but. Will you ever return to it? Yes. For longer than four hours. Yes. Yes, I, I will give it that shot. Yeah. I will totally give it that you shot. You need to, like, open not... the windows, turn off all the lights, let the let the breeze come in. Like you do with dead space, next, and you're like, ooh. Next thing you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm you. pulling my shorts down right below my butt cheeks <laughs> so that just before I'm ready to whip it out and pound one out in the knuckle town... I can actually cover it up if somebody runs in real quick. And be like, ooh, ooh, hey, there is a lap dance stage where you have to get the lap lap dance to get information. So I'm turning a towel into my kindergarten. At some point, your pants will probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not into that fucking hentai shit. It's not hentai. The Japanese animated up. porn. What's wrong with that? So weird. What's wrong with that? So weird. Game. No. No, like it's it. wrong. Big, he has a secret crush on Laura Croft and really dicks. anything. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. 
I, I didn't hear it. Talk you go later. later. <laughs> <laughs> what minute marker are we at? Now? So I can go back and uh, check it Talk out. Talk about your love for Laura Croft. Every guy's yeah, love for dude. Laura Croft. Yeah, dude. I gave her herpes. <laughs> you know, I'm just you, kidding. I don't you have wear herpes. her boobs as earmuffs. You would totally do it. Of course I would. That's so what I think. Especially the new one. Oh, I love the new reboot of oh, yeah. Tomb that Raider. A game. Delicious game, dude. <laughs> I, yes. I really yes. didn't lick it or taste it at all, uh, but I can tell you it was entertaining. I put so much time into that game. Mm. It was good. It was. I it would was... like to see how the definitive edition is on the PS4. I, I guess you would. Ooh. <laughs> is this fucking rain on Frank Day? <laughs> Sorry. Too easy. Wow. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm going to go get you some haterade. <laughs> haterade. Wow. God damn. Are you going to run back to the 90s for that? <laughs> I guess it is pick on Frank. Night. Frank, if you do your homework and you play these games that are good, then we won't hate on you so much. But my definition of good games We're and your definition you of your good definition. games is completely different. It's because your definition of include overpowered 1887s. Hey, so what? I like them, dude. I'm I'm one of those types of people, and we'll get into this quick because we got to move on. I mean, we're we're way off topic here now. Oh no, not us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like I, I go into games. <laughs> no, you know, light stop. I'll just skip the rest of the gaming news. Yeah, I'll just go right into Star Wars. Um I I go into games like I go into movies. You know, my I expectations my are return. fairly low. But with an extremely open mind. That's fair. You know, I mean that's what why do you think I like Battlefield Earth and Tron uh, Evolution? Quit plugging that shit. <laughs> because I love them! I actually, I watched Tron. I like Tron. Tron Legacy you watched. Evolution is the, the cartoon series, the anime no. series, isn't it? No, that's Uprising. Um, Which was awesome. Yeah, I watched that one too. I watched it. Uprising is pretty good. Yeah. You like what you like. Right? Yeah, you like what you like. You know, you get into it. Of course you're going to get shit from your friends on it, but... He's talking about At the, the same game. time, I uh, think that some right. of the shit oh, I that like I get is unfounded. You know, I mean, you like ba- you lock bio. You lock like. Yeah, I need another. You like Bioshock, so you like Bioshock, so I like Call of Duty. What's the difference? Bioshock's a good game. Bioshock's beautiful, but I think Call of Duty's a good game. Call of Duty's not beautiful. I didn't say it was beautiful. I said I like the game. So but how it, can it, you so many of the same damn game? But that's the come thing. Come up with something new. I, it, I I know, yeah. Come up with something new. That's it's fine. Like, to me, every iteration of it is a little bit newer. It's like an really? upgrade from the previous game. So I'm like, I'll give it a shot. You know, I might like it. I think Advanced Warfighter is gonna be good. I think it's gonna be fucking phenomenal. I saw the trailer on that. Finally, it looks doesn't look nothing like Halo. It's pretty like herpes. Whoever made that Halo comic. It is. It's the herpes. <laughs> of the this game is world. coming. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We're splitting the tables on this one. Hey, that side of the fucking like table really is a battlefield table. All right. This side's Call of Duty. I'm not okay. pro Call of Duty. I'm not. I'm not texting you at home. I don't play them both. I don't I'm play them both. I'm a fucking one man army with big balls and a tiny penis. <laughs> Come at me, bro! 
<laughs> the Advanced Warfighter looks good. And that's pretty much every Call of Duty player. <laughs> yeah, Commander. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm seriously digging Titanfall, though. I'm starting to get into it much more now. Dude, you gotta start playing that. Yeah, more, I man. will. You got to. <laughs> he'll get he'll get to that right after he's gone through all the good games he's got. Yeah, backlog. I do. I got so many games. In I like the game. I don't love it, but the thing is, is I'll probably buy the expansion because I hope that maybe it'll there's make something me love more it. that they add. To yeah. it'll, maybe it'll <laughs> add something that I will make me love it. Well, um, is that Optimus Prime DLC? Isn't it for Xbox One only? Because I haven't seen it for 360 yet. I don't want to see Optimus Prime on Titanfall. <laughs> I, I do. I think it'd be awesome. Of course you would. I I have zero interest in seeing a transformer in Titanfall. <laughs> no, it's just like seeing actually transformers. Hold on, I got another one. It's just like seeing Predator in Call of Duty. Ooh. It's jumping the shark. I'm excited for that though. I'm not. I'm That's really terrible. excited about it. That's really terrible. Why is it terrible? Why? Why, Why not Smurfs? Why not <laughs> Smurfs? <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Why not Hobbits? You, know, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> and the tie-in, why not just talk about Unreal Tournament? Because then you can have a skin that looks like a Hobbit or Optimus Prime or whatever. <laughs> or anything you wanted to. <laughs> yes. You can have Lara Croft running around in Call of Duty. So? <laughs> I mean, who's to say that the DLC for Black Ops 2 wasn't absolutely amazing with the horror people that they came out with? With fucking Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers and George Romero from one of the DLC. It was terrible. It was not terrible. It, it was, was awesome. horrible. No, they for you. The they had the worst skins ever. It was a skin for the bad guys. It was. You not, could fight George Romero. Yeah, you could fight George Romero. He was a zombie. He came as a zombie. He was a zombie. Was totally and it was the worst skin ever. Like, he looked terrible. It wasn't that. It's so like George bad. Romero's been hit by the ugly tree and hit every That's branch of the way down. for kids. <laughs> Well, and then and then all the eight year olds playing it has no idea who this is. Right now. <laughs> this is just like death I, we need to like change topics really quickly because I feel like I'm about this big in a room. Right I now. tried to, I tried to. Aren't you that big? Shut up, Leroy. <laughs> Go to the next one. Uh, Jesus, Unreal Tournament. This Look, is a free. great idea. Woo! It is a good idea. You know why? Because it's the only game that's as old as it is that has a lot of functioning servers still that are full. I agree. Considering the fact that I think that game is a pile of shit. Oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I think he said that. I'm kidding. kidding. Why why is that, Frank? Every single person in this room held their head low. Everybody older than 10 plays. (laughs) (laughs) So is this going to be a PC only game? Um, It's going to be free. I, I bet they yeah, bring it to the consoles be because it would be easy to yeah, do. Yeah, they'll bring it to the consoles eventually. Right now, it's It'll just be made with the Unreal 4 engine. I bet the beta is probably going to oh, be... Oh, the game's going to be free, but like additional content's going to be... You know, well, I mean, they're way. selling it for, on they're Steam for three bucks, so it's, yeah. it's not like it's going to be that big a deal, but the cool part is that it's completely moddable. Yeah, that's cool. Because that is like how it used to be. Then it's well, that's what you're going to be yeah. with Unreal. Well, right. Well, that's what I used to like about PC gaming. Well, regular Unreal Modern. Tournament, you could mod and customize everything. Right. And then yep. when they did 2004 and the others, it kind of lost track of that. And then they made three and no one played. I remember playing games where people make crazy <laughs> characters from all sorts of like different movies and yep. yeah. and stuff. Asia Carrera used, used to play that with her own skin. Mm. I used to have like folders Tasty. of just skins mm. never used. Spider-Man, yep. all sorts of yep. guys running yep. around. And that was the fun thing. It's, they just kind of used it to see things. And I really think that they used a lot of that to improve the Unreal 3 engine. Because they saw yeah. people used it. And then they said, okay, well, we can use this to do something like that. Power of the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Because Epic really yeah, doesn't have I mean, a Unreal lot going on right now. Unreal Three is the is the biggest selling game engine. When Cliff left, they kind of lost yeah. their steam. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. It's almost when jo- it's almost like when Jobs left Apple, except mm-hmm. not as big of an impact. I think. I think that was probably more Wozniak in that case. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, agree. but yeah, you still keep buying iPhones. I don't. Um, I'm actually thinking about uh, going to Samsung. Man, thinking about it. First, you'll get first, it. No, first, first, that one. first, like good idea you had. As soon as you get it, root it and change <sighs> to Rob because it's full of bloatware. Full of bloatware. That's true. That's true. But it makes it so. But it's so God. much easier so to I do only that well, right. than it is on an iPhone. Right, you can't even do it on an iPhone, right? Unless no. you jailbreak it. Even then, you can't get rid of everything. No. I pretty much did. I got rid of all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah, but how far, how far did you go to the jailbreak, though? I jailbroke it, and then, yeah, you, you, you have to really lot. dig yeah, into it. Yeah, you have to, to dig into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. The, the, phone, the Samsung thing, <laughs> jeez. I had to turn off, like, you can only turn off, like, so many apps because you can't uninstall everything. Yeah. And then the ones you can't uninstall. That's why I like Android because you know yeah. you can clean all that crap off. Well,. If you got a custom ROM, but yeah, yeah, but it's still a lot easier to do. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, moving on. We're gonna uh, we're gonna Nintendo. Uh, yeah, you know what I was talking about this. Nintendo's making new consoles. I think it's about time they get into just software. No, no, Nintendo's making entirely new consoles for emerging markets. I think they need to go right back into just straight. Software, just like Sega did. Yeah, I think they need to go. Into they the had software. a very they good. Need to stop making systems. They had a very good history of just. Failed. They would constantly make good money. They didn't come negative on their product, and then it totally switched on them. And now they're trying to backtrack, and they're doing exactly what Sega did, which yeah. is not enough. No. And the Wii U concept with... was good with the controller. It's huge. It's huge, right? Well, it needs but, tweaking. They need somebody right. who can play with the technology. So it's a neat idea. I think like. You know, you've got the... the PlayStation was supposed to do that with uh, the Vita. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was supposed to do. The PlayStation 3. Yes. But they never implemented it as much. Not that's as much. I got and I really think that they, that they should have, because I think it would be really That was one of the really biggest selling idea. points I bought a PS3 for, was using your PlayStation, your PSP as a... As a controller. As a controller, and they yeah. never did it. Because you could have done so much that you could have done second Maps, screen. right. Second screen. You know, Maps. all that sort of stuff. Well, that, that you can stuff's do in viable with Vita now. It's supposed not to be very well. well. It's not, not very well, but it's not as much. I mean, that's, it's, that's it's the what, thing is, it's it works better with tablets than it does the Vita. Oh, I know it does. I mean, the PS, uh, the PS3 and the PSP connection that they have now, mm-hmm. even now with all the firmware that they've built up into it, mm-hmm. still blows completely. Yeah. Even downloading games from the PS3 onto the onto the PSP it just doesn't work as junk. smoothly as it should. Not at all. The Vita works a little bit better. Because one of the, one of my buddies at uh, at work, he's got one, and he says that he could barely do anything with it because it's yeah. just it's just like the PSP. It works. The downloads are a little faster, but other than that, there's nothing else that's special about it. You know what I'm yeah. intrigued with is that Nvidia Shield. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. I have seen. It's that. an Android gaming system. Yeah, yeah, but the other flip side of that is if you have a compatible video card that will do it, it has yeah. a feature you can stream. I could stream Battlefield to my handheld. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In the toilet. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> you know what? I mean, they're, they're trying more and more now to get away from physical media going to digital media, yeah. and the digital media that they're trying to get to is more handheld now yeah. rather than console. It's a cool concept. If they could ever get that to a point where it was truly mobile, 
So if you were PC gaming from your computer, but you're in Florida, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be cool. The biggest problem with streaming has always been getting it to stream equally for everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean you're it's, gonna have. It's always been the problem. Yeah, it's there's they don't lag and, and yeah. refresh rate. Yeah. All well, that it's kind of it's not stuff. even that. You that's all the like normal problems, and there's people that create those problems. Yes. For advantages, for advantages. and games and stuff, you know, and there's really no defense yeah. against it. You know, not a, an effective one. They try. Mm-hmm. You know, but well, the PSP really no is so bad right it. now that I can sit in front of my TV with the PSP and the PS3 like less than three feet away from me, and I, there's still delay. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's like a there's like a three millisecond delay or something like that, but it's almost noticeable. It's it's yep, that's terrible. So, but well, uh, yeah, anyway, you know. moving on to Star Wars news. I have, have a little seen, bit of Star Wars news this week. Have you seen the Rebels trailer? I have. Yes. I'm excited. F yes. It's got all of Dave Filoni's fingerprints all over it. Okay, but what bothers me it, is really the voicing it. with no, Freddie Prince Jr. I think really? Fits. Yeah. Really? Yeah, but yes, Freddie Prince Jr. has done really good with voice acting. Oh, I don't know. That just blows my mind. I am mind. so excited about it. Now, when really? he was when he was James in Mass Effect Three. Oh, oh, okay. true, yeah. That was a character you had to get used to a little yeah. bit. Because Freddie Prince Jr., he's an odd actor. He, there's very nothing so. that he does that a lot of people do. His styles are very, very different. When he goes to voice acting, he puts that style into his voice acting mm-hmm. and it comes yeah. out. I yeah. just can't get past him for Star Wars. I just yeah, I but it works. Well, it's yeah, hard to it get past. It's character. hard to get past his whole image that he yeah, is. Exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, so that's like when I was playing yeah. James, I was this big muscle bound soldier that sounded like Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, but see, that's the thing. It's like okay, you know what Mark Hamill looks like, but you could totally picture him as the Joker. Fuck, you know him as the Joker. Yeah. Yep. But you know what Freddie Prince Jr. looks like. He looks absolutely nothing like James yeah, from Mass Effect no. 3. Yeah, no, not at all. But that voice somehow works. Yeah, he's, he's been very successful. By yeah. voice acting. <laughs> no. no, no, no. no <laughs> I, there's I would venture to say that he's better at voice acting than he is at actual acting. Yeah, yes, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree. Look at John DiMaggio. Yep. He I agree. is voice acting. He yes. is voice acting. Wow. With how many different characters? Well, even Steve Bloom's in, in uh, Rebels. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve oh, Bloom, it's, yeah. It's you know, Seth. and mm-hmm. you know, and he's he's been Steve Bloom's the voice of Starscream in many Transformers. Uh, yeah, in a couple iterations. <laughs> he's of been it, yeah. the voice of so Spike. many different things. Spike from uh, Spike from uh, Cowboy Bebop. That's exactly my point, though. You have these big names that are known for this. And then you have Freddie Prince Jr. But because he's been getting more into it, and he's been very successful with it. Well, here's the, here's the other like thing. The he's kind of like Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's been doing. No. Patrick Stewart's been doing more voice acting. I yes. guarantee you, I can Patrick pull up Stewart versus Freddie Prince Jr. I guarantee you, I can pull up uh-huh. three yeah. different Patrick Stewart voices. You would never know it's Patrick Sounds Stewart. Sounds like an epic rap battle. Of it does. Well, it does. You're right. But here's right. the thing, though. It's but, it's very but much. When I hear Patrick Stewart is doing voice acting, I'm like, hell yeah, motherfucker. Because you know I'm why? Because you know why? Number this one. Yes, like, you love Patrick Stewart. Well, you yes, know what he looks like, but, and you know what character he can yes, fit but, into. And yes. I like Freddie Prince Jr. too. I mean, I've seen right. his stuff. But it's this is where Freddie I... Prince Jr. comes in as so much different because all of these voice actors that we're talking about, John DiMaggio, Steve Bloom, hell, yeah. you can go into, even into Frank Welker and Peter Cullen. Yeah. Yep. They're not in the public eye. You don't see them very true. often at all. True. So well, you no, know no, they're. No, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. 
you know their voices as their characters. You don't know their voices True, as I'm a doing physical the reverse person. Here. I'm looking at him and thinking, right. Star Wars? But that's where Freddie Prinze Jr. differs so greatly is because his his the way he looks, we're used to him being an actor, a young actor in yes. a lot of different oh, yeah. movies, in yes. high-profile movies. We're not used to him being out of the public eye and into the voice out movers. Yeah. Yeah, in Chick Flicks, exactly. But the way that he does his acting, the reason, I mean, the the way he is that eclectic type of actor totally transfers into his voice, into the character he's He's just got to be careful because, man, those Star Wars people out there, hardcore. We are relentless, of course. Yeah, and I mean, if he fucks this up, I mean, it's going to be... Not just Star Wars, it's just... Why do you think I don't like Tom Kane as Yoda? No, but I mean, Star Wars in particular. But I think Tom Kane is well, yeah, they all so. are like that. But. I, I, this is one I'll debate with you from head to toe. I think Tom Kane does a decent Yoda if he didn't reverse talk as much. Hmm. Reverse talk. Yoda never reverse talk as much as Tom Kane does. Uh, I would disagree with that. No. Look at Empire. No, that's all I, he did is reverse talk. To his I, I'll Empire. go over with you. I'll, I'll even go back to know, the first. Three. That's the writer. You know, going that's back to your idea with Freddie Prince Jr. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it is the writing. Going back so. to your idea with Freddie Prince Jr. I loved the dude who did the voice acting for um, Anakin. The guy who played in the Matt 90- Lantern. Yeah, Matt Lantern. He's yeah, hot. Yeah. He played in nine hundred two and zero. You would never <laughs> think of him in Star Wars. But yeah, yet, back it, to Lux. <laughs> no, but it totally worked. He worked as Anakin's <clears throat> voice. It was actually really he actually good. looks like Anakin. So like you uh, see him in real life, he looks like yeah, Anakin. Sam Witwer and Starkiller. Oh, same oh thing. Oh my yeah. god, same exact same? Yeah, thing. That's true. Yes. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So we'll see. And and if and if anybody hasn't seen it, Sam Witwer was in a movie called uh, The Fog. Frank Darabont. <laughs> oh God, was that movie fucking awesome! If you really want to know what Sam Witwer looks like, go see My the God, fog. He's even good Why in Smallville. Just Google him and look at a picture. <laughs> he was a good actor in Smallville. Great. It's just he's got really like he came around. No, was horrible, but he was great yeah, yeah. in Smallville. Yeah, he did a good job as an actor in Smallville. It's just his storyline was I never terrible. Watched Smallville. Oh, he was great in Smallville. I never watched it. So, but yeah, I mean. I can, t- you know, I'm so excited for Rebels. I cannot explain how excited I am for well, Rebels. Well, I think uh, Dave Filoni's doing his usual magic, and it's going to start yes. off slow and build up. Well, in that trailer, I mean, you see everything that us as Star Wars fans want to see. You see TIE Fighters. You see mm-hmm. Stormtroopers that we know now, of. Now, I've heard, you see I have Star heard Destroyers. Dissent about yeah. the Pink Mandalorian. Oh, well, that's, um,. I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, I know the idea behind it, but I have heard dissent about the girl Mandalorian wearing pink. But she's not a Mandalorian; she's a Twi'lek. But she's wearing Mandalorian uh, armor. Yeah, it's that's, pink. So you should have known. Well, why? Why is she wearing pink armor? Well, say, um, maybe she wants to wear pink armor. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't see agree. I'm just saying I've heard the dissent because she's wearing pink armor. She's a rebel. Oh, a dissent. <laughs> well, she's rebelling. Okay, dying to get the color code. There's a lot more colors <laughs> in the Star Wars universe that really shouldn't belong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> purple lightsaber. <laughs> Shut up! That's an awesome lightsaber. Oh, I like the purple lightsaber. Yeah, hell yeah. Hey, uh, that, that sticks with Samuel yeah. Jackson's everything. Every movie he's in has something purple. I yeah. don't know about that, but yeah, no, that's that's, yeah. A, that's a every movie he's in. He has something in purple. Movie, he didn't earn it. Purple, in, uh, <laughs> you know, power and royalty. At one awesome. point in uh, Pulp Fiction, he had a purple pin. Yep, on his lapel. Mm-hmm. In uh, Avengers, he had uh, purple scars. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and a and a purple vest too. He had a purple vest on one of his dress up in yep. uh, Captain America too. Yep, he did. Um, nerd alert. Yeah, nerd alert. <laughs> oh, Ooh, we can't use that, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, our friends at uh, TrekCast wouldn't like that too much. No. Every time I saw you over there. Now, <laughs> even more exciting news for the actual Star Wars Episode Seven movie. Mm. There's Got more it. casting news to come. J.J. Abrams had promised us more casting news. So, just give we'll us the news. news. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what it is. Well, uh, the news is about for news. Keeping, yeah. He's known for keeping secrets. Yeah, he's got a pipe. Today we talk about news So we'll see what it'll be. Stand by to stand by while I think about telling you news <laughs> that I haven't thought about yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> breaking news on NBC. He's CBS just... is covering this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's probably doing this in all honesty because people were a little underwhelmed with the news of the cast list. Well, let's yeah, put it this way. It's like, okay, yay. J.J. Abrams is the least stupid person in Hollywood right now. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows it to the team. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Were you that excited about the cast list? Like, yeah, all the hype for that cast yeah. list, and then it came out, and I was like, well, uh, you the know originals why? are sweet. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Originals are sweet. Well, yeah. it depends on but, what the other characters are playing. We don't well, know exactly yeah. what they're doing yet. Th- this is yeah, why it was true. so lackluster, is because the list of actors, there are a yeah, bunch of unknowns. That's my point. That's exactly my point, though. Granted, well, for those of us joining us, so Adam Driver's from Girls, Frank's favorite show. It's not my favorite show. I just anyway, like to watch so it that's why I think he's doing this, because he's got to try <laughs> to build it back up again. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of people in there who have done things, like the, what's his name, who was from Attack the Block. John Boyega. Yeah, that's it. That movie was okay. I, that movie was I, British. It was British, so it's a different style of sci-fi. It's a different style of humor. Very I thought dry it was English I humor. I, I, knowing what it was going into it, I thought it was decent. Um, I really I liked it. how I they did like neon awesome. teeth. But I do like, like British really cool. shows. <clears throat> I think you like them a little bit more than I do. I mean, I love Monty Python, but my comedy preference for British humor doesn't go very much farther past that, really. Sad Panda. I mean, very sad Panda. I, but I've tried, though. I mean, some some of their humor, yes. Like Red Dwarf, for instance. I do love Red Dwarf. Very British humor. Very British. Yes. Um, but some of their other stuff I just don't like, like The Office. Um, the British yeah, I office. office. I, I never yeah. got into either one of the offices, to be honest with you. I like the American version. I thought it was funny. And, uh, yeah. The first couple seasons. And then I thought, I was, I thought it was boring. Funny. Yeah, that's that awkward right. comedy. Yeah. You know, I thought it was boring. I, I don't, don't like feel the, awkward for the, the guy. That's the thing is, I don't like awkward comedy where you actually feel awkward watching it. Yeah. You're like, why am I watching <laughs> Well, <laughs> perfect segue. Speaking about awkward... Um, this guy, in honor of Star Wars Day, an artist engraved a regular nickel with the image of a Stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> that's kind of cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, I really like how he did it. <laughs> I bet that's going to go for a shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> Especially considering he did it on a 1936 nickel. Mm-hmm. He should have did it on a 1977 nickel. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Crazy money right Good there. one, It is dude. cool. Good it, one. It, it is really neat. Yeah. It's just it's, it's also you a Good thing he's British. <laughs> <laughs> However, the laws don't apply to him. <laughs> so that, in, yeah, in the okay. same vein, the life-sized Boba Fett 
Who yeah. would want to have life-size Boa Fett standing in their I'd living like room? If you have to ask that question in my presence, you can leave <laughs> I out. would like two of them on each side of the room. <laughs> yeah, I want one of them in my bed with me while <laughs> I sleep and jerk yes. off. Yes, or at the foot of my, do- now, foot of my bed. Now, what's even better for it is it's got an adjustable rangefinder, and our and the head is articulated so you can turn it. Turn him around. Yeah. And it's go. actually fairly tall, too. The how only much, thing that move on it. <laughs> I can totally see myself like looking in the mirror, flexing. <laughs> yeah, Damn, I'm going to do show collectibles. Oh, I'm going to oh, guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. don't I don't, don't see the. No, 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 no. I want to hear his guess. I want to hear his guess. Go ahead. Um, as sideshow collectibles, it's life size. I'm going to guess probably close to eight or nine thousand dollars. You are actually fairly close. Seven thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Does it come with the blonde? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the height picture is so uh, a blonde. There's a Vader to and a Han too though. Yeah, I mean, yeah the Vader was released two years ago. The Vader the Han, was yeah. three or four. No, uh, the Han was two years ago. Was it two years yeah, ago? And the Vader past, was three or four? Yeah. Vader it's like every couple first. years they come out with the life size. So you get the Han Solo and you do the robot chicken. That's what I would do. Yeah. Oh, over <laughs> here. That's all I can do with that. You like that, don't you? Oh, yeah. You like that, don't you? Everybody wants a little bit of the vet. Yeah. Over it's here. Is he there? Is he there? No, he's over here. <laughs> That's good, dude. That's good. <laughs> yeah, do you know how much that, that Han Solo is in Carbonite? Uh, it's like if I remember correctly, grand. yeah, the Han Solo in Carbonite is like six grand. Because I looked into it, I'm like, I got Darth Vader is close to eight thousand dollars. Yeah, because I mean, the, but you can remove his helmet and, stuff, and you yeah. can see like his head and everything. I mean, even the even the Han Solo's got all the lights and sounds That's of the yep. carbon freeze. Yep. Um, well, Sideshow Collectibles is known for their detail when doing oh, yeah. figures and stuff. Like, this is movie-accurate detail. Like, this is, like, taken right out of the movie. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly, for their life-size statues, don't they use the same molds that they used for the original costumes? Uh, if the original costumes are still available, yes. That's what I Because some, some of them are not. Some of them have been destroyed. So they can't. Well, they could use replicas, but or they're locked up as locked up in Rancho Obi Wan and unavailable. Yeah, like for instance, the uh, Rancor Keeper. Not that anybody would really want a life size Rancor Keeper in their in their front lawn. I do. Well, I do too. I would totally want that thing like coming over my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the Rancor. The Rancor I'm talking keeper. about Rancor Keeper. Oh, the Keeper. The guy who looks like me in a half ass toga. Why wouldn't they want it? Yeah, but freak, aren't you going to dress up like that for you know Halloween at the haunted house? Yeah, DungeonofDoom.com. I saw a plug there, Pete and Tony, six grand on our desks by Monday morning. He's going to get a little stuffed rancor to go with you. Ooh, Ooh. but the rancor keeper's Ooh. outfit, yeah, right. The rancor keeper's outfit was so it was just rags. Mm-hmm. And it was rags and a pair of cargo pants that they yep. just put together. But they got destroyed. You crying. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. Too it. bad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's as close as they could get to it. So it got destroyed how? Um, I think it got destroyed with the sand dunes in Tunisia uh, when they were filming. Sand. Yeah. Um, the pants, I think, survived, but most of the garments, especially the headband that he was wearing... They got caught in a sandstorm and it just kind of ripped oh, it apart. That sucks. Uh, and I think that's what happened to one of Java sail barges too, or one of the the desert skiffs. Yeah, something happened in production with it after Peter Mayhew got set on fire <laughs> by one of the, <laughs> by one of the, the spark squibs. Yep, yep. 
After that, some accident happened where one of the... Well, Tunisia is pretty rough on the sets to begin with. Well, um, the Lars Homestead (coughs) uh, was almost gone. Yeah, they reconstructed it, though, and now it's like a national site or preservation site or something. They said the problem is, though, is in the next ten years it'll be gone for good because the sand dunes move. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. by that time, the sand dunes are going to just fully engulf it. And it's well, if I awesome. remember correctly, aren't they investigating? They're trying to investigate a way to keep preservative they're possible. Trying, yeah. If possible, yes, they're trying to find a way, but it doesn't. You can't, other than building a huge concrete wall that's not going to block any of the sand at all anyway. Because it's still going to erode that it. too. So yeah. It's going to erode yeah. that too. So how are you going to, any, any, that's why it's a sand dune. Nothing can survive out there. Those sandstorms will rip anything apart. Yeah. Yep. So there's really no substance like that can protect it. You can't even put... Yeah, it's exactly like sandblasting. You can't even put like a plexiglass dome over it or nothing. It's just going to erode it within 10 years anyway. And that's yep. going to be sad, too, because, man, I I really want to go to see that site before I die. Have you that nice Moss, really and nice? Moss Eisley. Because yeah. Moss Eisley, Moss Espa is still there. Yep. But it's almost gone, too. Yep. Moss Eisley, they turned into a hotel. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, so you can actually stay in Moss Eisley. Which would be cool. Yeah. Um, For like five grand a night. What's their slogan? That's a theme song. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Stay here. Horse hairs. One Ewok. Oh, man. Um, well, early storyboards from the original Star Wars trilogy have uh, surfaced. Yep. This is this is pretty interesting. Um, I'm not Part a big one for... the celebration. Yeah, I'm not a huge one for storyboards because they change so rapidly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool to see how the story evolved, though. Whoa. What the fuck was that? Whoa. <laughs> Your mic turning it off back in the house. <laughs> um, I don't know what freak, freak. We are currently no. experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> now, many of you remember from last week that Frank uses an old-ass email client. Apparently, he's also new to using computers and volume control. <laughs> I'm not, okay, I'm not new to using any of this shit. It's one of those fucking sites that just Your pop Chrome, up. The Chrome browser tells you which tab has music playing in it. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm <laughs> fucking... Technical difficulties. It's fucking advertisement. It's called browser. Dude, I hate it when you do that, Mute though. your computer while you're doing the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you can you mute your cell phone. It starts going off, you're like, Freak was actually running in circles trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> happened to me when I've been sitting on a couch and I'm fucking pounding it out a little bit. Like, like I'll be on the site and then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, God damn it! Next issue yeah. his face. That's something I can't hear, Frank. <laughs> it just felt so good, it won't stop! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now every time you hear an advertisement, you think it might. Oh yeah, I'm like. <laughs> every time a Geico commercial comes yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who that is? Geico. Pink and a blanket. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anywho, the men inside of R two D two and C three PO actually hated each other. I kind of knew about this yeah. ahead of time. There's been a lot of documentaries. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you've seen all these pictures of them smiling at each other on set and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. In actuality, there's been a big feud going on there for years. Why do you think they don't do conventions together? 
Well, Anthony Daniels is at just about every convention he could possibly get to. I heard Anthony Daniels is actually the dickhead, though. That kind of makes sense. Uh, you know but what, nonetheless, though? for somebody who originally didn't like sci-fi, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the stuff that he does for conventions and being there and talking to the fans and stuff, you know... Well, okay. <laughs> Somebody who didn't like sci-fi, what would Alec, Sir Alec Guinness say nowadays if he saw what was going on? Yeah, I know. He hated doing he Star Wars. Hated he it. hated it. He hated it. He thought it was... He was really upset that he was more known for Star Wars than he was for all the rest of his I think. I think besides Star Wars, the best movie that he was ever in is Bridge Over the River Kwai. Oh, that was a good movie. Fucking phenomenal film. Absolutely phenomenal. I love Sir Alec Guinness. Aside from that, you got like Pink Panther. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, he had some other real good World War II movies yeah. uh, around that time. But yes. yeah, obviously he was definitely known um, for Star Wars. I am just, and I've said it on the podcast before too. I'm surprised Kenny Baker's not gone by now, man. He is in such. No, I'm they're serious. both pretty old, man. He's old, but yes, but Anthony, if you're watching Anthony Daniels, he is got so much energy. Yeah, he's like Ian McDermott. Yeah. Well, my sister went to uh, Celebration this recent past year, and he was walking up and down lines of people waiting for autographs and stuff, talking to them. He just stopped. Ian McDermott or see, uh, Anthony Daniels? Anthony Daniels. Yeah, yeah. He would just walk up and down lines and Last talk to year, people. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, who's that? You know, who is this? I don't understand who this is. Which, of course, fan fail on the first part. Yeah, right. But he's just got so much energy, you know, and he's just constantly going in. Again, this is from somebody who hated sci-fi. He walked out in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because he hated it. And then he turns into one of the biggest, you know, faces of sci-fi. Which he's still very... Obviously, he's still very importantly a part of the Star Wars universe. Not only with mm-hmm. Clone Wars, with Rebels, but obviously with the movies. I mean, really Oh, yeah, good. definitely. Oh, yeah. But what he also does is he does Star Wars live. Yep. He conducts that show for LucasArts, mm-hmm. which I would love to see because hearing the Boston Philharmonic play those genuine, yeah, you know, that'd John Williams tunes yeah, to the back set of the movie. Yeah. Oh, that just gives me chills. I want to see it so bad. They got they got light shows going on, and and he's narrating it. People have said mm-hmm. that it's one of the best experiences that they've ever had. With Star Wars, especially outside of the movies, yep. and now Star Trek is starting to do that too. There's a Star Trek Live now. Really? I don't know if it's yeah. the Boston Philharmonic, uh, but it's a very well-known orchestra sure. outfit, um, and that's another thing I would love to see too. Because I love, if it's one thing, it's that I love, and it's orchestra music from the, my favorite movies. Yeah, oh yeah. Being obviously Star Wars number one. But Star Trek number two has got some of the most beautiful orchestra. Oh God! For the longest time, I had the Harry Potter songs as my ringtone because it was just so well done. The music from the movie. So I mean, the the even to this day, and and you guys can make fun of me all you want for this. I don't give a shit. But even to this day, if I listen to the soundtrack for um, the motion picture and the Wrath of Khan, it it. Almost brings a tear to my eye. It's like gives me all misty eyed. It's it's just such a beautiful piece of music. You know, it's just absolutely wonderful. So, but anyways, yes, those two men hated each other very, very much, <laughs> and they still do. They will. They won't do conventions together. You will never see them in one place at one time. That's why I'm. I'm I want to get Anthony Daniels' autograph so bad because I've already got Kenny Baker, and, and man, he is so tiny. 
make them sign each other's, shit. each other's characters. Ooh, <laughs> oh, you know how much of a fucking slap in the face that would be? <laughs> Holy shit. But I, he, as he was signing it, like, um, I can't remember what figure it is. I think it was one of the silver ones from Toys R Us, one of the exclusive ones that they came out um, the pen was like the size of his arm. He was so tiny. Yeah. I've never seen even a midget or a dwarf, however they want to be called, whatever you guys want to be called, that's little what person. you want to be called. Little, little person, person. that's fine. Little person, little person. No. That's fine. But for being a little person, he is like the little of the little. He's he's tinier than Vern Troyer, who yep. played Mini-Me. So, I mean, for him to actually live this long is a blessing for him. It's pretty amazing. Yep. Because usually the lifespans of little people... And now he's going to be in the new much. movie. And now he's going to be in the movie. Which is which is weird to me. It's not weird to me. Why would they not use him in episode three? Hmm. Well... R2 is all CG. You had a different director and a different CG vision. J.J. Abrams, remember, is trying to keep with the classic trilogy... So it's going to have that 35 millimeter look. That he wants the actors inside the suits, you know, all that stuff. Mm. So, you know, it makes sense to me mm. with the vision that he's going with, and it gives me hope that the new movie is going to be pretty good. I can, I can see that. He's trying to stay as far away from those prequels as possible. It seems like. Yeah, I, I think I, so. I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, there's a 30 plus year gap there, so he's got he's got clairvoyance to do just about whatever he needs to do. Really, he doesn't even have to reference those movies if he doesn't want to. Yep. At this point, he's rewriting Star Wars as we know it. We yep. don't need him to. We don't care. We care. Like I've said last no, week, right. we care about the time span between and the other trilogy. Right, we do. Um, so that's as long as it's, it's irrelevant to talk about any of that stuff because so much has happened in that time span. Yeah. Yep. I know he's. I and like we said last week, he is going to do us fine. I have I have full confidence in J.J. Abrams. What are you laughing at? I want to hear this now. What? Why are you laughing? He's not doing us anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's being uh what over the head? <laughs> no. Oh, oh. 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 No. <laughs> yeah. My mind's always in the gutter. So. It's completely <laughs> in the gutter. Well, moving on from that, our last yeah. little bit of Star Wars news is now you can have a Chewbacca 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 Keep going. A furry lunchbox that looks like Chewbacca. That's what she calls it. Furry mm-hmm. lunchbox. <laughs> Ow! Bazinga. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's cute. Oh, my. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, 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 uh. You know, I want a lunchbox or a woman that says, oh, my. <laughs> or a woman who calls her lunchbox a furry lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, son. <laughs> that's my word, B. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, that's kind of cool. I even it's have from a, Think Geek. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I have a Clone Trooper one. Yeah, you know, it's something not? a little fun to mess around. You with. mean it's just like all the rest of them? Yeah, pretty much. That's oh, I see what I did there. Oh. What? Oh, Clone! Oh! oh! Yes, now I got Frank's it. a little now. further behind. Wow, Frank. Yeah, this is what happens when you play too much Call I'm of Duty. On, I'm on three blue moons already, so. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> well. <laughs> anyway, Anyways, moving on. 
that's pretty much what we got for Star Wars news. A little bit of Star Trek news, though. Oculus Rift brings us closer to a virtual galactic trip. This is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, you I could explore the Voyager's Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Voyager T series. I like the Voyager T. That's because you like Enterprise. There's uh, no, I didn't. Nebula. No, I didn't. Yes, that's because he likes Star Trek. I Enterprise hate it. He has this man Enterprise. Scott Bakula. <laughs> he wants Scott, Scott Bakula to lick his from under. Anyway, keys. isn't this basically Star Wars the experience or Star? Excuse me, sorry, Star Trek the experience all over again? <laughs> Technically, yes. Yeah. Kind of in a virtual way in your home. It's the first steps towards a virtual exploration program, though, where we could. And why the Voyager? Horrible choice. Mm. I don't know. I like Voyager. I can tell you exactly why the lighting. Lighting uh, and the textures. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I That'll can see do it that. exactly because the bridge is real dark, so everything bright gamma just stands right out. Still. And it could create. Oh, yeah, I know. But I, I can see your point. Yeah, I can see your Scott point. Because yeah. honestly, if it was one bridge I would want to explore in, in an Oculus Rift mm-hmm. setting like this, it might be Voyager. And and I only say that because don't get me wrong, I would love to see Enterprise E, D, C, all the iterations on G. them. I would love to see their bridges, yeah, right. <laughs> even E, because um, E was a little bit dark. It wasn't as dark as Voyager, but there's a lot going on there. You're cool to walk around any of them at this point. As 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 a stepping stone, just be fun. Like it's an interesting idea with the Oculus Rift and what you can do and stuff. It's a cool idea. Yeah, it's it is a cool idea, but I wholeheartedly agree. Voyager is a terrible series. I, I didn't That's like That's probably it at most all. Trekkies' least favorite, other than the stupid check. Why is that? I take that back. I, I take offense to that because I think Enterprise was most Trekkies' oh, okay. worst I don't even show consider that. ever. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even worst consider that. Worst Star, Star Trek, Trek ever. Killed the entire Star Trek yeah, TV did. franchise. I don't even think about that. I don't no. even, that even There's a lot. Most people don't even consider it canon. Yeah. That's it's because I, it's not. It's they introduced the Borg in Enterprise, right? Which completely throws off the timeline of a new of a uh, next generation. Yeah, that's correct. Which is like the holy grail of Star Trek. That's yeah, right. Exactly. Now, what was your question, Joe? Why do we hate Voyager? Yeah. Oh God. Bad because I want to. I want to qualify this. We don't. Frank. Frank. What, and I do. I agree. I dislike Voyager, I mean, and I've seen all of them. I can understand. So Frank is bubbles. Right. Dislike Voyager. Two bad, words. Bad captain, bad plot, I liked, I liked bad story. He had some awesome plot. Two words. No, not compared to the others. Well, technically, no, it's two words. Cro-Magnon Klingons. <laughs> so? That was the Kazon. They, they disappeared after the first two seasons. Good! That two seasons! What about the other five seasons? Why do you need two Why? seasons to get rid of the something only, that's so shitty? Because they got out of their territory right finally. There. The whole point when we first home, they had to get out of their territory. The only good episodes to come out of the Voyager series were the fucking last two. That's like no. saying that you can't have yes. species that are similar in a galaxy, though. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, there's no, no other. It goes so far no, beyond. Yeah, so I, far beyond. Okay, why? Okay. Which would yeah. you rather have, Cro-Magnon King, Cro-Magnon Klingons, or smooth forehead Klingons? Smooth forehead. Smooth, I agree. Why? Ooh. I'm original Ooh. series all the way. Five. Yeah. Wrong answer. Realistically, you can get rid of Kazons and you could get rid of, uh, what were the other ones from Deep Space Nine? Which the Kardashians? 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 Oh, they were such Kardashians? Whatever. <laughs> no, Kim and Kanye were definitely not on DS9. They were such a great Cisco would have shoved them out of fucking oh, airlock. Oh, that show sucked 
I like. Oh okay. my, he's so right. Did he just say DS9 yeah, sucks yeah. balls? He doesn't even know what the hell he's it's talking about. They didn't go goes. anywhere. They just floated out. It's the whole right. idea that they floated out. DS9 brought us some of the Every, best space battles. Oh my god, it was uh, epic. Yes, they did. Every Dominion time a ship would dock and leave, I wish I, they would the go Dominion with that war. ship. The Dominion War, where oh, the Defiant cuts through the enemy line, was some of the greatest space battles of all time. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. The Defiant is still to this day Great my favorite starship. Too. I would have to the say, yeah. The characters in Deep Space Nine it's are just still my favorite amazing. starship. Deep. You know why yeah. that they were so in deep though? Is because. Here's why. Here's why the storytelling of DS Nine like was so much better than over. Like, uh, okay. okay. In my opinion. Yes. DS9 had much Should more nice time and a better story arc oh, to develop yeah. their characters. For sure. Even though at times they rotated. Now, Voyager, on the other hand, there was so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. There were so many crew members. They would focus entire episodes on crew members that you had no idea who the fuck no, they I were. Agree. And then all of a sudden at the end of the episode, oh, it turns out that they were actually Maquis. Yeah. Well, we already know that most of the people on Voyager are Maquis anyway, but we never saw any of those fucking people. Yeah. At least on Deep Space Nine, you actually knew what story that exactly. the character was being portrayed as. Exactly. And so, and, and, and Deep Space Nine just went about it so much better. They did what Next Generation never had the chance to do. Oh. Is pit two major superpowers against yes, each other. Yes, I agree fully. TNG wanted to do that so yeah. bad, but they had no time they never got to, to do it. it. Yep. They did it in the movies. I disagree. I think they did it quite well with the Romulans, with unification. Not enough. Unification, that wasn't a battle. Though. You weren't pitting against two races. That no, was trying to bridge It was against... a different way of pitting two superpowers against each other. Uh, it's a political intrigue. Well, True, it is political but intrigue, it, but nothing regardless, it wasn't enough. of DS9. And that was only a single story, too. Yeah, it wasn't That was enough. when Spock just defected to the Romulans, and which he almost knew, but he was too naive to realize that the Romulans were going to take advantage of it. See, my problem with Voyager is, okay, pretty sweet idea starting off, they're lost in space, cool, because that that theoretically could happen. It just dragged. Talk about being stale. I mean, they were just grasping at things to make it work, and it, it just... Bad characters, bad... I just go back to it. Bad characters, bad plot. It just didn't work. I didn't like the cinematography in it either. Agreed. Agreed. It wasn't. It wasn't Star Trekky. It wasn't no. the same. No, uh-uh, it didn't have the right vibe. No, not at all. Maybe that's why I liked it. I I thought it was very Star Trekky. No, I thought it worked quite well, especially with the story that they went with. You I like the opposite too. side of the galaxy. I she was cool as well. As far as I'm concerned, the Herogen storylines, you know, were later on in the series where they meet the Herogens no, and they have all those different problems. Were some it. of the best You only like Voyager because of the stupid chick. The what's her name? Oh, I totally Seven like Jerry Ryan. Seven of nine. Yeah. I totally like Jerry Ryan. She's like a dude. I don't. Yeah, she looks manly. She oh, looks very no, manly. I'm sorry. Jerry Ryan. Still pretty. Counselor Troy. Okay, who would you pick? You're not in the room. Oh, I think you're less. Okay, who would you rather pick, Trisha Helfer? Or Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. You'd take six over seven of nine. Yes. What about Ted? Trisha huh? Helfer all day long. Robot head? Is that what you said? I said, what about Ted? What about Ted? <laughs> Who's Ted? Who's Ted? Ted. Ken. 
Six, seven, eight. Ah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're taking a pretty pop, obviously. All right, well, since they already killed the moon, I guess we'll move on from that. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, why don't you tell us about this deep sea challenge that you're, like, jizzing yourself over? He's so hard about this. He's literally hard over this. Like, the the table is touched to the tip of my penis. He was wiping the semen off his face. (laughs) (laughs) His own semen. So... Well, when you jerk it off and then try to catch it, you know, like this. Well, most girls Extra just use it as hair you. gel. Say it's a snowball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you saw what I did there. Yeah. I didn't even hear it. Which I was you said thinking. most girls just use it as hair gel. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, wait, how does that apply to me? Because I've got no hair. Right? <laughs> Moisturizer. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Frank for men. Horrible <laughs> 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 idea. <laughs> anyway, why don't you explain this to us? Fund it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, like, no, just, just like, just like with the... Uh, has anybody seen Perfect Hair Forever on uh, Adult Swim? No, no. Oh, you guys are missing out, man. <laughs> you guys are so missing out. All right, there's let's just get that to whole this there's just that whole phrase in there of funded. <laughs> and they go up real close to the mic like that. Funded. It's it's really good. <laughs> anyway, um, deep so anyways, sea deep, sea deep sea diving. Yes, I I like I was telling these guys before. I am huge on deep sea exploration. I love whatever is under the depths of our oceans. Did you he realize likes his that deep seamen? Have you ever seen the ocean? Boom. Yes. Wait, okay, all right, let's at least start with that. Yes, I have. Okay. Um, and I've been out on it. I've been about uh, seventy-five miles out. Okay. All right. Um, which is you're talking. Off the coast of Florida, 75 miles out, you're talking probably around 2,000 feet deep. Yeah, no. So it's not too bad. But uh, James Cameron uh, developed a deep-sea submersible to go to the deepest parts of our ocean, the Mariana Trench, which is consi- which is called the Challenger Deep. Seven miles down is the deepest part in our oceans. Do you realize that we know more about outer space than we do about our own oceans? Hmm, that's interesting. How yeah. do they judge that? that. Um, because space is a vacuum. There's no pressure in space. So why did James Cameron How can do they this? know what level of knowledge they have about space? It's infinite. Because we know so much little about the ocean floor because nobody's been down there to explore it. People have been out in space to explore space. So, okay, so I get and back to And you probes. And what was your question well, again? My question goes back to that. Why did James Cameron decide to do this? Because James Cameron, he's a part of Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute. And he has funded even uh, even since Titanic when he did Titanic. um, He actually went down to Titanic. All the video footage that you see in the actual movie is of him inside the submersible. Oh, I know it was of him. I knew it was real footage. It was him. him. He has been down to the Titanic twenty times, twenty to thirty times, on different expeditions. Not only for movies, not for movie research. Won't know for scientific research. Oh, okay. Because what happened was when they found the Titanic wreck. That's why. What? He's good under pressure. (laughs) Ah, Um, When they found the Titanic wreck, they only categorized one percent of the entire wreck site. I've heard that. Uh, so what they did was uh, they went down there with the new submersibles and the new radar technology and mapped out the entire debris field, which was 15 miles in diameter. Wow. Every single piece wow. of the Titanic has been categorized. What is 
visible yes, down there yeah. because there's so much under the mud and silt well, down there, yeah. you know, obviously. But they found an actual section of the of the hull that they thought was missing that they never they thought it was completely hmm. gone. It was at the point where the Titanic actually cracked in half. Yeah. It's a 70-foot section that has been missing this whole time. Wow, that's bad. They found it like six miles away. Hmm. Really? So, but anyways, um, yeah, we know more about space than we do our own oceans. Uh, less than 2% of the oceans have been uh, actually visited. Wow. Every single time they go down, they find new species of, of life that are down there. <laughs> See, that's Every single time. You'd think that that would have been discovered already, because we're right here, we're right there, you know what I mean? You would think. Um, the problem with it is is that it's easier to go into space than it is to our own to oceans. To go that deep, yeah. The pressure at seven miles is 16,000 pounds per square inch. Jeez. What they did was they took a styrofoam head and put it in a pressure chamber to simulate what the pressure difference would do to a human head. Yeah. Even though it's not the same density, it's not the same material... It shows what effects it could have. It came out 60% of the size of a normal human head. Wow. So it was like this big yeah. compared Ooh. to my head size. Yeah. Um, if anything happens down at that crush depth, your instant meat cloud yeah. well, in, okay. in like two milliseconds. You will never feel it. You will never know what happened. So what they did was after the, after the course of these past couple of years, James Cameron and Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute have developed a submersible to go down to those depths. That's crazy. And it's all in HD, it's all in 3D, and National Geographic Institute, and with the help of Woods Hole and James Cameron, have done this documentary called The Challenger Deep. <laughs> and it's basically the entire story of them concepting the submersible, trial and error, going to different places in the, in the planet to see how what it would do what at different yeah. depths and stuff yeah. like that. And then finally, the culmination of the movie is him going down to huh. Challenger Deep. That is actually kind of fascinating. It's it's absolutely nice. a fucking phenomenally. For as much as we were teasing you about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should have heard these guys before the podcast. They were I, as soon as I mentioned Challenger Deep, everybody's like, "It's in our oceans. We take showers and poop in those." I don't think we were saying that. I don't remember that either. What conversation were you part of? I'll go deep sea diving. <laughs> <laughs> now that's more like it. <laughs> no, that's fascinating though. So it's really cool. But the the great thing about it is is it's James Cameron that's doing it. And it's literally deepseachallenge.com. That's it. Yeah, People are that's interested exactly in looking it. into it. Now it doesn't say when this documentary is coming out, and I will be the first one in line on an IMAX theater to see this thing come out. Oh, because that'd be I would IMAX. love to see it. It's in 3D, it's in IMAX, and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that James Cameron is doing it, no, you know, number one, the quality is going to be top yeah. fucking notch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Obviously, they're, they're not going to mess around with doing anything like this. He's broken so many records by going down there. It's insane. Like, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the only human on the planet to ever go down that far. Now, there was an expedition 60 years ago to the Challenger Deep. What they did, uh, the way that their submersible was laid out was it was a big, like a submarine-looking submersible with a bathysphere on the bottom of it, with mm -hmm. a cast-iron bathysphere. And they made it all the way down. Halfway down, one of the outer windows cracked. And they didn't think that they should go down, but they went down there anyway. Mm -hmm. They were down there for 20 minutes, and they didn't see anything. 
because when they hit, when they went down, they didn't know where the bottom was. They hit the bottom and it stirred up all the silt. They couldn't see anything, so they were only down there for 20 minutes and came right back up. That sucks. So he is, and and plus the way that his submersible is set is that he's at the lowest part of the submersible. It actually stands up and down. It doesn't go side by side. The for buoyancy, it stands right up and down. Um, where he's positioned is like a couple inches lower than the other people in the. So that's why the other expedition. So that's why he's lost. So, but I'm getting yawns and and, and mm-hmm. sleeping. Uh, I don't know. It's actually pretty. If you look at the right. website, it's that actually pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, just the life forms that are down there that we have no idea what are there yet. You know, there's pools of water. There's there's liquid inside the ocean. Like the densities between freshwater, saltwater, hot water, cold water, chemicals, and and ocean water. You see literally pools of water on the bottom of the ocean floor. It's so cool. It's so cool. And they said that the, one of the reasons why there's no bodies down there is because the chemical composition of the water dissolves bone matter. So all of the, within five years, it'll dissolve a set, a set of skeletal bones completely. Um, so I'm, I'm just really curious to see what they found down there. There's little snippets on YouTube. There's like ten videos of them kind of going up and down and stuff like that, but... They don't show what's down there yet. There, a couple seconds of it. There is a link for when you go to the expedition, and it shows the submersible coming up or whatever, and it kind of looks like an angry robot trying to swim. It does, yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. amusing, but it looks fascinating. I really recommend people check it out. I mean, the technology of the submersible in itself is absolutely amazing. The thickness of the sphere that he's in at the bottom of the submersible, he's got so little room to do anything he had to, and I'm talking about James Cameron, he had to bend his knees and have his elbows in at all times. Oh, could you imagine there was being no, in that position? There was no room for him to move his arms whatsoever. So when he's controlling it, his controls are like up here. Oh, God, that's miserable. So he's, he's doing one of these. It took him 90 minutes to get there and 90 minutes back up. It's a long time to be cramped in there yeah. all the space. Seriously. Well, considering yeah. that the first Titanic expedition in 1984, 483 with Alvin, that submersible, took four hours to descend to Titanic depth. And that's only at three miles. It's like two and a half, three miles. This is seven, and he's getting there in 90 minutes. That's That's fucking awesome. Yeah. But the thickness of the sphere that he's in down there, I mean, the door, the hatch that they bolt him in is like this thick. Like it's crazy. Super crazy thick. Yeah. But uh, definitely go watch it. I mean, it's I don't want to bore anybody else about you know details and shit like that. But mm-hmm. go and uh, go and check it out. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but we're running out of time here, so let's get to some toys real quick, and then we'll say our goodbyes. Um, Lego unveils a new Ghostbusters Ecto-1 playset. I am really excited about this. I'm excited actually. for this, too, and it's a reasonable price for a Lego set. Uh, yeah, 50 bucks. You know, and it's got all four characters, and you can have either the Ecto-1 or the Ecto-2. Yep, you can customize it. Now, isn't this the second Lego Ghostbusters thing that yes. was coming out? Yeah, we talked yes, about the... the first the... one was like $150, and it had the Stay Puff marshmallow yeah, and the belly and everything. This looks like a much better set, in Yeah, my I agree. Yeah. Oh, I would though. buy this set, only to build the Ecto-2 with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, and 50 bucks really isn't that bad of a price for this. Not at all. And the minifigures that it comes with um, are all different versions of the characters. There's yes. eight minifigures that come with this thing. Yes. 
So I, I really think for what you get with it, this is a pretty reasonable price. I love what now, Lego's you build been both doing lately. both yeah. cars in this. The what's that? You could build both. The the pictures show two cars, but it kind of looks like you can build both. Is it a variation of the car? Like you can customize it, or is it actually two cars? No, I think you can customize it. We'd have to look into it a little bit better. There's not very many details on it just yet. Yeah. Um, it looks this like it's one only one car. It looks like it's only one car, so you can customize between Ghostbusters one and two. That would be really cool because uh, you know I have the Ecto one license plate that sits in the back window. You do, of my yeah. Car. Yeah, from the you game. Know, because uh, that's one of my favorite cars. Like, of all movie cars, that's one of my favorites. I mean, they, they got it down even to the fins. I know, uh, exactly. Yeah, like, that's that's, that's why I'm looking at this going, you know, yeah. 50 bucks is not a bad price for this. Lego's quality is insane. Even the Simpsons minifigures they just came out with, they look mm-hmm. great. They're getting yeah. so much better. Like, when I first started collecting Star Wars Legos, back when they first started to come out, there was a private company that actually made blaster rifles for the figures because back then you only had that black horn yeah. with the with the bright piece that you put in there the yeah. br- the blue or the orange piece yeah. yep. so there was a company that actually made molds of like a DC17 blaster rifle yeah. and a, four yeah, lego you know, yeah. Yeah, four legos now I don't know if they bought out that company or bought the patent for that, but nowadays all the Star Wars figures come with like actual blaster yeah, rifles. Like their they look, quality is yeah, just they look better. insane. So I'm I'm extremely happy with this. I'd like to see how they do the proton packs though, because you really can't tell from here. There's not too many good pictures of no. the guys with the proton packs on. You could see the ghost trap, which just kind of looks like a. A connector a brick trap. with a yellow pack, a yellow piece attached to it. So, yeah. um, I don't expect too much from it. I, neither would I, but it's still, you know, with the Star Wars stuff that they've come out with, I'd expect some pretty good detail on that backpack portion. Like yeah. I said, even the Simpsons detail yeah. on the minifigures, it's amazing. Yep. Oh, I'd, I'd like to see what uh, what material they use for the Neutrona wand, though. Yeah. Because Lego. After the uh, after they came out with the blockade runner, okay, the ultimate collector series blockade runner, mm-hmm. it used black rubber bands, and which a lot of a lot of Lego sets did use black rubber bands to hold together certain pieces, like the um, uh, like the bridge portion. Okay, you've mm-hmm. got these big cylindrical pieces on either side of it. Well, yeah. the the black rubber wrapped around. Lego plates that would snap right onto the cylindrical piece. Yeah. Now, as a, as mine is sitting there, all those rubber bands are broken. They've all dried out and cracked, yeah, they and they're all snapped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, what they've been doing is they've been moving to silicone rubber band or silicone bands. Yeah. So they last much longer. But like you can see on the on the right hand side of the of the proton packs, it looks like there's a hose going to it, and I you know, let's just say for quality's sake, which is Lego, hopefully it's something that's actually going to last a little bit. Sure. And I hope there's not stickers, because those are starting to peel off, I, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the ones I agree. Stickers. Well, we'll take a look at it when it comes out. It might be something I'll pick up, because 50 bucks is a pretty reasonable price for this set. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. So, so but... Uh, we got time for one more news thing. The R2-D2 Deluxe 6 yes. figure that we talked about last week. We actually have a price on now. And Frank, what's that price? Hundred fifty fucking dollars, man. No. Now that's a lot less than I was expecting. 
Okay, now, for a one in six figure like this, I don't give a shit if it's going to blow me for 150 bucks. I'm not paying it. No. And you're a hardcore Star Wars fan. I am. Dude, I am. I mean, this actually pisses me off. Yeah. This really makes me mad. Because you could buy a decent, especially a Kota Bakuya statue of a clone trooper for a quarter of that price. First of all, God bless you. But <laughs> <laughs> if it was a Transformer 116, would you spend 150 bucks on it? No. Didn't no. we just talk about this in a previous. Last week, about there's it. a line where I draw. It's gotta, it's gotta be, you know. I mean, the most I've ever spent on a transformer is probably Masterpiece Soundwave, which was 120. But that was that was through Toys R Us direct. And yep. This isn't like a toy. This is more of like a decoration. Yeah, yeah exactly. This is a true collectible. Yeah, this is something that you put in a glass case and don't really yeah, mess with. Exactly. Uh, now it's got. Uh, Luke's lightsaber from Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and it's got a magnetic base on it, so you can use it to pry o- or to to open up the little panels on R2's mm-hmm. body, yep. and put mm-hmm. all the different attachments in. Mm-hmm. But look at this li- how big the lightsaber is in that guy's hands in the pictures on the website. Yeah. It's well, like it's tiny. like he's pinching it real tiny. <laughs> so I, that R2 is probably no bigger than the base of this beer bottle. Probably, wow. yeah. Wow, 150 bucks. One in six? One in six scale, yeah. I'd say. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. about right. So, no, I'm not going to pay 150 bucks for that, Ooh, even yeah. though he's got every single attachment that he's ever used in all of the movies, with the exception of the retro rockets. Yes. I don't see those on here. No. But he's got everything else. Yes. It, I mean, it's an amazing piece, you know, but for $150... Oof, that's just, that's a little too It steep. is an amazing piece. If it was got bigger, it would be more worth it. Uh, yeah, yeah right. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I like R2-D2 if a lot. A One of my favorite characters in mm-hmm. Star Wars. If it had a cup holder attachment you could plug yeah. into it or something <laughs> practical. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you're right. the real stuff, but it had that, that would be cool. Well, Sitting next to the couch. That, yeah, then I'd just put <laughs> it on my drink. coffee table and be like, yep. hold yep. my beer, R2. Yep. Put a remote control. I just, it just makes me mad. It really does. I just it, it it it's another one of those things where it puts out it it puts something out of reach of a normal collector. Well, you see that picture of C three PO in the back, right? Yep, he's so, going to be the next one. Yep, that one's going to be two hundred dollars because he's taller. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he's taller. Yeah, yeah. But you can guarantee he's going to have the lights behind his eyes. No attachments, though. No attachments, no attachments. unless you can pull uh, apart everything. He might have a communicator. Yeah, he might have communicate. Maybe I'll pop his uh, his shield. Yeah. yeah, so you can have well, the uh, Phantom Menace C three PO. Ooh, uh, no! <laughs> pull, pull all of his panels off. That's right. Pull pull off. Off. <laughs> no, no, that is the worst piece of shit C three PO I've ever seen. Is Episode One C three PO. Yeah, and the only really reason why I collected that figure in the blue carded saga series is because I he was one of the numbers that I was missing, so I had to buy him. Why do you hate yeah. him so much? I don't hate C three PO. I hate that iteration of C three PO. Why do you hate that iteration of C three PO? It just looks fucking ugly, spindly, and weird. Yeah, it's like just he's an unfinished machine. But <laughs> the way that he walks, he walks like he's trying to push his dick in the air, like he's trying to hump the air. <laughs> That's such a bad image. Let me carry this flag while I try and fuck your air. <laughs> and I'm talking about the pod racing scene. Yeah, so he's yep. all like, 
And then as he's standing there, his legs are all, oh, I'm drunk, but I still want to fuck. Dreaming about tonight. <laughs> Robot sex. Thinking about Robot it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, right. Turbine, you look so good <laughs> while I'm holding this flag and trying to fuck your air. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... The worst thing that they did was put a guy in a green suit and attach him to that fucking abomination of a frame. Yeah. It was just dumb. So, anyways, we're running out of time here. We're going way off. Yep. We're ah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, folks. It's not going to turn into a three-hour show. Rants upon rants. Rants upon rants. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot tonight. There were. Uh, well, has anybody else uh, got anything extra to say? Nope. Put some semen on the table. Do it now. <laughs> you took all our time. Uh, I pretty much did, didn't I, with my <laughs> deep-sea exploration. Funded. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you for listening. Um, definitely send us your feedback. We want to hear what you uh, what you think of us. Go to www.geeksamok.com for uh, some reviews that we're going to be posting up. Actually, Leroy posted up a review for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. Uh, it was pretty badass. Very dude. great. Very good article. Right. Yeah, it was a great article. It was a really right. great article. But you're going to be seeing more from us coming in My the next couple months. Um, <laughs> we're going to be posting some reviews, some blogging. Um, so keep an eye out on the website for that. Like I said, Joe is going to be a regular part of the show. Um, so and uh, bubbles will be great. Another periodic in and out. In and out. <laughs> in and out. That's what she said. Oh, bazinga! That is what she said. I come from the mouth of babes. So, uh, yeah, go to www.geeksamok.com for all of that info. We are also on Twitter, at Geeksamok, all one word. That's uh, at G-E-K-S-A-M-O-K. Go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Geeksamok. Why are you all staring at me while I do this? It's fucking freaking me out, too. Um, <laughs> Joe's rubbing his nipples and his uh, and his little belly button. Yeah. Pull some lint out of that trap for me, baby. <laughs> it's all yours, Frank. Uh, uh, we are also on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We're fucking everywhere, man. Trying to, trying to, <laughs> yes. But uh, we are definitely uh, very active on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And I, what are how many likes are we up to right now? Last time I looked at it, we were at 496 likes. I think we're over five. I have been paying a few people. Let's so. let's check it out. I'm actually going to do this live. <laughs> I've been uh, while we have you on the podcast, I just want to see Who what cares we're. About uh, the likes? I do. <laughs> I just want to see what. Uh, no, we, we're care, care, about for. we yeah. care about the likes. We care about the likes. We care about our fans. That's not what I meant. But we, we love our we love our people. Good job, Leroy. I like to drop wow. it. Wow, the producer. Check it out, everybody. We are at 528 likes Woo! right now. All right. Good job, people. So that's going to do it for episode eight of the Geeks and Mock podcast. My name is Frank. Leroy. Rob. Joe. And Bubbles. Peace out, ninjas. Thanks a lot, and keep us going. 528 likes. Woo! Good night. Peace out, ninjas.